toy But I could be the boy you adore If you just let me know Although you are through I'm attracted to you all the more Why do I need you so? Baby, baby
idiot drivers that are here. Look, I call them idiots because I was once an idiot who didn't know how to drive in the snow. Then I moved to Reno, and I had to learn how to drive in the snow. And then I moved to Sacramento, and then I learned if I wanted to drive to Reno, I would have to drive in the mountains in the snow. So I learned how to do it. Hate it. Hate mountain driving. Cannot stand it. I am terrified of mountain driving. Terrified. I would almost, almost get into a, 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 a body of water that had a shark in there. Almost. You see, when you're driving on a mountain, this is the thing in Texas people don't get. 
it's pretty easy to drive in the snow as long as you go slow and, and especially in a flat area like this. See, I grew up on flatlands. The song "Miles and Miles of Texas" is true. If you get to a point, you can look outside and you can see for about 58, 59, I don't know, 60 miles, it seems like. Can't do that if you live in a valley with big mountains, right? I grew up driving in in flat-surfaced areas, and I love it. So happy to be back. So happy to never have to drive in a mountain again. Oh, I'm so happy. See, because here's the thing. In Texas, if you crash, you crash on the side of the road. Or if you're going up a hill, you spin to the bottom of it, no big deal. Mountain driving, if you spin out of control, you could careen off the side of a mountain and die and plunge to your death. Just got to take it slow. But see, people here, they, look, hey, we have egos here in Texas. We're Texans. We can do anything except drive in the snow and the ice because there's a gigantic sheet of ice that's on the ground right now. And that's underneath the snow. And it's fucking cold outside. I'll just tell you that right now. Today, uh, what, what, what's the temperature right now? Let's see what the temperature is. Temperature right now, Rockwall, Texas, it's cloudy and 25. Cloudy and 25 degrees right this second. So, uh, yeah, it is cold out there. Uh, but it's going to get above freezing tomorrow, and then this weekend it'll be in the 60s. So, fuck you, Mother Nature. All right, let's get some good mornings out the way, shall we? Douglas, he says, happy Friday, Eve-ass family. First again, yay me. Braddy Kid says, morning, everyone. First to d- one today, whoop, whoop. No, 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 that would be Douglas. And she, she, she corrects herself. You may have been the first uh, here, Douglas, but I was the first to annoy him. Yep, oh, yeah, that's very, very true. Uh, David says, happy Friday, Eve-ass family. Andrew says, happy Friday, Eve, everyone. I hope everybody is safe and warm. My electricity is still on. What? What? Ratburger says, anyone only getting loading status? No sound? Are you having problems? You didn't get to hear the, 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 the build-up music? The build-up music was good today. Uh, Travis says, good morning, ass family. Douglas says, working for me. Ratburger says, there it goes for me. All right. Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve, ass. Well, happy Friday Eve to you. And let's see. Uh, oh, look at that. You're out, says, good morning, y'all. Happy uh, Jersey Day. Yeah, that's right. Jersey, Jersey Shore tonight. Is tonight the season finale because that, that redneck show is next week? The Florabama Shore is next week? Oh, I hope not. Uh, Sawyer's dad says, good morning, y'all. It's a balmy 34 degrees here in California. Wow, cold as fuck. Yeah, that's cold. Uh, let's see. Uh, we are ass family. Damn right. See, that's why I play Sister Sledge. That and the Iceman King Parsons. You know, I, I, I see a lot of posers out there. There's a fella I know in the radio business who thinks he knows a lot about wrestling. Now, look, I, I don't know a lot about a lot of stuff. Wrestling, though, is one of those things I know a lot about. Hey there, Danny Delmore. Down at KSJO in San Jose. Anytime you want to have a little wrestling challenge with me, bring it on. Bring it. I know the WWE. I know the WCW. I know the WCCW. I know the AWA. I know the NWA. Hey, I, I got you. I got you, buddy. I got you. Anytime. Anytime. We got to do a wrestling show again. I ain't done wrestling. And now that I live near Tommy, we got to do a wrestling show some Friday night. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. 
let's see. Uh, Hangtown Jen, good morning, ass family. What's up? Uh, Ratberg says, quit your crying, Texan. Don't be lazy and do, <laughs> and do for yourself. Oh, wait, that guy was canceled. Yeah. Arnie, don't you have a truck? Sack up, and, and, sack up, bud. Texas is flat. Oh, yeah, I just don't want to. I have a nice truck. I don't want somebody in a shitty, like, Chevette fucking careening and crashing into me. That's what I don't want. It ain't me. I ain't afraid to drive in this shit. I'm afraid of other drivers. Alicia, morning and happy Friday, Eve, unless it is your Friday. So first you were afraid, you were petrified. <laughs> I didn't know if I would die. Or I don't know the, all the words to that song, but yeah. Um, that That's funny, Christopher. How's Fresno? Yeah, yeah, you're cleaning out bullet wounds this morning. Douglas says, Arnie sounds like a typical flatlander. Damn right. Alicia says, I love the mountains. Douglas loves the mountains. Hey, y'all can have it. Is this normal for Texas? Hell no. Hell no. I just got sent a story that, that, that Ted Cruz flew to Cancun. I wish I was on his damn flight. You know why? Because it's warm in Cancun. Ogre, buenos dias, mi amigo. Oh, okay. You're out. So the season finale is next week. Two-parter starts tonight. Thank you. Sweet Jersey Shore. Uh, when I was in college, a couple of friends and I were heading up the slopes at 4 a.m., on the way down the hill from the summit to Truckee, the dude driving hit a patch of ice at 75, spun out. We spun for six or eight times. We thought for sure we were going to be another I-80 statistic. That, yep, yep. Uh, it's still snowy uh, here in Meth Town. That's Albuquerque. The meteorologist said the snow would be over, maybe a teensy bit. What do we get? Two to three more inches overnight. Yeah, we, we didn't get any more overnight, thank God. Dave Coe, do you know the NAACP? I, I know who the NAACP are, yes. Uh, what was the temp at 6 a.m. in Texas today? Probably about 20. I would say probably about 20. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I am not 100% because I was not up at 6 a.m. 6.30 I was up, but 6 o'clock I was not up. All right, all kinds of stuff to get to on the show. Now, I, I, I put this on social media, so I don't know if y'all saw it. So y'all got a little bit of time to work on this. We're doing it today, goddammit. The top 10 greatest television shows of all time. That's today. We are doing the top 10 TV shows of all time today. I, I, I'm telling you. Top 10 TV shows all time today, next segment. First segment's going to take a while because we got a lot of shit to cover today. <sighs> but first, I, 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 I saw some sad news today. I, and I'm being totally serious here. Today, you know what? I, I need the right. Today, 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 today is the is saddest the day, 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 day in minor, minor league, league baseball, baseball history. history. Today, today, today Tim Tebow announced his retirement from baseball. Tim gave it his almost. The former Heisman Trophy who never made it past AAA. I don't know how I'm getting through this. Has said that he's hanging up his spikes. 
He's no longer going to attempt to play the game that he couldn't play to begin with. The 33-year-old Heisman Trophy winner who played in the New York Mets organization since 2016, who hit 18 home runs, 107 runs scored, 48 doubles, 3 triples, 107 RBIs, and 5 stolen bases in 287 games, says he's done with baseball. Funny how they don't give his batting average. I think it was like 218 or some shit like that. Why is this his story? By the way, if you could not hear the the sarcasm dripping out of my mouth there, Tim Tebow was a shitbag baseball player. Spring training has started. I'm excited for spring training. I'm excited to go to some Ranger games, hopefully this year. And every year at this time, you have to hear about shitbag Tim goddamn Tebow. Tebow sucks. Tebow couldn't make it in the NFL. So he said, oh, I'll choose an easy sport like baseball. Yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh. And failed miserably. Buenos dias, Ogre. Uh, let's see. Uh, where am I at? No, praise the Lord. Oh, that's Adam J. Adam J. Buenos dias, ass fam. Arnie e familia. What's up, Adam J? How you doing, brother? Tim should open up a ministry in Florida and treat those affected by fluoritis. Some people think he's, he he might be on on Urban Meyer's staff with Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> By the way, the Jags announced yesterday they're going back to their original teal and black colors. Yeah, that'll help. Why is Tim Tebow walk? And by the way, you're not retiring. You quit. You quit. This would be like when Michael Jordan. That why did Michael Jordan leave? the Birmingham team, to go back to the NBA. He didn't retire from baseball. He left. That's all Tim Tebow is doing. And by the way, Jordan was a better baseball player. That's saying something. There have been two guys that could do the two-sport thing. Jordan really wasn't one of them. He did try. I'll, I'll, I'll give... Here's the thing with Jordan. I'll give it to Jordan. He did try his hardest with the White Sox organization, and it just didn't work out. Tim Tebow sucked balls. Tim Tebow was horrible. Tim Tebow secretly lost an I quit match against JBL. (laughs) You have Bo Jackson, of course. And, you know, I got to say, I, the, the more I, 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 I learn about Deion Sanders, I, I got to say, Deion is probably, when football season starts, we're going to do a top 10 greatest football players. A lot There are some people that say Deion Sanders is the greatest football player of all time. Now, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think he's in, I, I know he's in the top 10. Dion is an underrated baseball player. So but all you got to do is watch the documentary. It's about an hour and a half, two-hour documentary about the day that he was going to play a football game in the morning. 
and then play for the Braves in the National League Championship Series that night. John Scherholz, the GM, though, didn't want him playing in the NFL game. And Dion said, you can't tell me what to do. So Dion went and played in that game for the Falcons that day. Then flew his ass, got his ass on a plane, flew. To, I, was it St. Louis they were playing? The Braves were playing against uh, and uh, showed up like right before the beginning of the game. And John Scherholz, the GM, went to Bobby Cox and said, don't play him. You do not play him. If you play him, you're going to be fired. And sat him on the bench. If you look at Dion's numbers during that National League Championship Series, Dion was going to be the MVP if Atlanta won. Dion was hitting like 360 in that series. Dion is a very, very underrated. That, that's the thing about Dion. I don't know. Everybody runs to Bo Jackson, and I ain't got no problem with Bo. Bo, to me, is the greatest athlete I think that's ever walked on the face of the earth because look how big that motherfucker was. Dion wasn't big, but he was fast. He could hit baseballs. Wasn't the greatest tackler in the NFL, but he did shut down half the field. It's a great debate to have that we aren't having today. Uh, Jordan did it to clear his head from his dad being murdered. However, Tim had nowhere to go. He was washed up in the NFL. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Tim Tebow sucked at baseball. Let, let, let's just put that out there. I, I'm just going to say it. Tim Tebow was a shitbag when it came to playing baseball at a professional level. Like, if he was playing for, like, a club team somewhere, like, you know, if he was playing for ESPN softball team, I imagine he could do pretty well. But we're talking about the New York Mets. By the way, terrible organization. Just, they are, just, they are poop. Those hats suck. I hate getting these ads during the show, and that way I have to look at them. A lot of them are hat ads, and, and you know my love for hats. Those hats suck. All right, let, let, let's get to the, uh, since, since we started the show off with uh, Tim Tebow, uh, just real quick, just I, I, I want to cover this really fast. I saw a lot of this yesterday. Everybody needs to, needs to put their blush away and, 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 and stop being so. Rush Limbaugh passed away yesterday at the age of 70 years old due to stage four lung cancer. Now, I got to say, hashtag Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> well, he's coming up on his million-dollar payday here pretty soon. Um, I was never a big fan of Rush Limbaugh because he got to be a little bit preachy. In, in no way, though, does that not mean I had the utmost respect for the man and what he did for our industry. I feel the same way for Howard Stern. Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh, though at opposite ends of the political spectrum, did so much for the industry that I chose to make a career in. And I, I have to say thank you to both those men for, 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 for paving the ways. And I think it was a giant loss to the the radio industry that Rush Limbaugh passed away yesterday. I think that. Now, I, I don't have any I, – I didn't get any stories about it because, look, Rush Limbaugh would cheer when people died. He didn't have the best of things to say about uh, 
Kurt Cobain when he died. Nor have I. And I don't expect anybody to line up and mourn when I die. I'm not on the level of Rush or Howard. I, I, I was compared to him last night by a, a few people, and, and I said thank you to those people that meant the world to me because those are true icons of this industry. Boy, celebrities decided to eviscerate, eviscerate him yesterday. I get it. And a lot of people, oh, that's classless. No. Look, Rush, Rush made his bed, and we're just, we're just not happy that we have to lay in the bed that he made. People are going to say bad things about him. Hey, let him. Let him. Go ahead. That, that doesn't change the way I feel about Rush Limbaugh, which, by the way, I, I did not ever go out of my way to listen to him. As for Howard Stern, I've never gone out of my way to listen to Howard Stern. Uh, but the one thing I will tell you about Rush Limbaugh, my, my one story, is this. Wait, hold on. See. Let, let's see what you guys are saying. For me, Bo Jackson was amazing in three sports, baseball, football. He also broke the game, Tecmo Bowl on Nintendo. Yeah, unless you had the Bears defense. Um, the Ass Family will mourn you. Well, thank you. There are so many radio station GMs sweating the ratings right now. Rush had lots of guest hosts, but they all sucked. The only other conservative commentator who's worth listening to is Tom Sullivan. Yeah, I'd look, there, there are hundreds of radio stations around this country right now Wondering what they are going to do to fill those. You can't fill Rush Limbaugh's shoe. You can't. I mean, when I when I first became aware of Rush was right around the Clinton era. But like it or not, Rush Limbaugh got his big start in Sacramento, and. Rush Limbaugh actually did make my life a lot better. You see, because Rush was on in Sacramento. And a guy by the name of Dale Carlson. Dale Carlson was a younger guy back then when Rush first started. And he worked at a, uh, a mattress warehouse place. You know, where they keep mattresses. Not mattress warehouse, but a warehouse that was full of mattresses. And with discarded mattresses, Dale Carlson would keep those and then sell them on his own at discount prices until he gathered up enough money to start his own company, which was called The Sleep Train. Dale Carlson was a big fan of Rush Limbaugh, so he went to Rush and said, hey, I would like to give you a bed if you endorse our company. And Rush Limbaugh went along with it. <laughs> Mr. Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Carlson was a little bit sharper than Arthur Carlson. Uh, and it it budded into a wonderful relationship between the two, and it put sleep train mattress centers on the map to where when Rush was nationally syndicated, he was still his number one endorser was Sleep Train Mattress Company. And Sleep Train Mattress Company sold millions. That's no joke, millions of mattresses because of Rush Limbaugh which made Dale Carlson believe in radio. So Dale Carlson said, it worked for me, so you know what? I'm going to go to every morning show and offer the same deal. 
I'll never forget when we first came to Sacramento, we met with them. He wanted to meet us. And we said, you know, nice to meet you and stuff. He goes, okay, all you guys got to do is go down to the sleep train mattress uh, store in Arden. Remember that? And now, they were all over the place, but that was the, the original one. So I went in there. I'll never, ever forget this. I went in there, and, and I was a dumb kid. I didn't know much. I, I lived in a, in a small apartment in, in, in Roseville. And I had an old bed, you know, one of those old hand-me-down beds that your parents give you. It was an old queen-size bed, springs popping through. I was a single guy. I didn't give a shit. And I walked into the Sleep Train Mattress Center. First of all, great customer service. I said, hi, I'm, I'm Arnie from the Blank Arnie and Blank Show. They said, oh, okay, are you here for your mattress? I said, yes, I am. They go, okay, this is the one you want. And I, I was like, well, wait a second. I thought we could choose. Because he made a big deal at this meeting about choose any bed you want. They, you didn't go in there and they just stuck you with a shit bed. He made sure to tell us, choose any bed you want. If you want a bunk bed, get a bunk bed. If you want this, you want that. I said, okay. So I walked in there, and they go, well, this is the mattress you want. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. He said to pick out any bed. And they go, well, you're going to want this one. And they took me over to the Stearns and Foster area of the store. That was like that. that, that that's like the $100 slot machine area. And I sat on this pillow top bed, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I looked at the price tag. I had no idea that mattresses could cost that much. I think it was about $4,700 for this mattress. And I said, I, I, I get all that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is all yours. The bed, box spray, everything, it's yours. I said, okay, what do I got to do? They go, just give us your address and be there. And they, they, they delivered it the next day. And I was like, holy shit. A few years later, and, and here's the cool thing about Dale. And this is, you know, this is a little bit to do with Rush, but it, it, it shows, and this is also a tribute to Dale Carlson, because I have another story real quick. I'm sorry, I'm bombarding you with stories, but yeah, it is what it is. Then we'll start the show, I promise. Uh, Dale Carlson had a, a group there, and this is why Rush worked with him, is because Dale was such a good guy. Every year at Christmas, they would go to all the radio stations, and they would deliver Christmas gifts to all their endorsers. And their Christmas gift of choice was a bottle of Dom Perignon. Dale Carlson knew that I was a recovering alcoholic. I never got a bottle of Dom Perignon. They always gave me a $100 gift card somewhere else. And that really touched me that they did that much work to find out. And this is why Rush kept them on as a sponsor for the longest time. Now, fast forward a few years. Uh, I was uh, married to She-Devil Satana. I was in Tennessee, and I got a call from my dad. My dad said, hey, I got to get a new bed. Do you, do you think you can get me a discount? And I said, well, let, let me call. It's a couple days before Christmas, I'm in Tennessee. I call Dale. And Dale picks up when I call. And that's pretty damn cool. 
because he only picks up like when when and and we outsold everybody in Sacramento. You could put all the other radio shows combined, and they wouldn't match what we sold bed wise. So Dale picked up the phone, and I said, uh, "Mr." I always called him Mr. Carlson at first, and he's like, "Arnie, call me Dale, for Christ's sake." I was like, "Okay." I said, "Dale, uh, my dad's gonna go into one of your Reno stores." And I was, I was wondering if you could maybe help him out a little bit. I, I hate to ask, but, you know, he's old. He, he needs. He's like, Arnie, just tell him to go into this store, ask for this person. This is one of my favorite dad stories I ever tell because that crazy bitch Beverly is a part of this story, his girlfriend at the time. So dad goes in there. And at this time, they still carried the sleep number bed. And I don't think it was, it was like mattress discounters, I think was the name of it there in Reno. So they went in there, and Dad picks out a sleep number bed that has the heating and cooling when it first came down. And then, like, the guy goes, well, uh, Mr. States, you're going to need sheets. Dad's like, yeah, I, I'm going to need sheets for this. Oh, and a comforter and pillows. My dad calls me. He goes, hey, hey, guess what? And I said, what? He goes, they didn't charge me. Now, I wasn't asking for a free bed for my dad. Especially when my dad racked up an $11,000 bill at a mattress company. And I mean, I was like, I was heated. I was like, what are you doing? You got a bed, you got sheets, you got pillows, you got a comforter. Well, Beverly was just picking stuff out. I'm like, come on. As soon as I get off the phone with him, I call Dale Carlson. And I said, uh, I, I said Dale, I, 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 I want you to know that I had nothing to do with telling my dad. He goes, Arnie, don't you worry about it. They said your father was a treat to work with, and it's my honor to help you out. Have a great Christmas. And I, I was blown away. I'd never let my dad live it down. By the way, I, I got to sleep in that bed once. Oh, man, that was a comfortable bed. Wow, was that a comfortable bed. But, yeah. And those two working together. Uh, Rush Limbaugh introduced me to a guy in business who got it. And I've always tried to uh, uh, emulate that. So, the world lost a true icon in the radio world. You can love him, you can hate him, whatever. You have to admit, though, it's a huge loss. So there you go. Now we can start the goddamn show. One time Jerry had to adjust his sleep number bed and used a hammer. I don't know if he ever adjusted it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't. But, hey, you know, he got his bed and... It was the last bet he ever had. All right, now, let's get the show started, shall we? And we always got to start with our current commander-in-chief, Captain Dumbass. <laughs> Joe Biden is pissing children off today. Oh, man. Uh, Ag Brian says, I know you dislike Beverly, but what happened to her? She sounded like a greedy one. Uh, I have no idea. I'll tell you this right now. 
Uh, when my dad died, my sister Patty came out, and we went through all the dad's stuff. Patty was the executor of her will. Dad left Beverly a, a, a nice gift, which she said she wasn't expecting, but I know she was. Uh, the day that my sister left town and I left town was the last time I ever saw Bear, uh, Beverly. I don't know what happened to her, and I, honestly, I have to say I really don't care. I'm glad that she was there for my dad. I never really cared for her. Uh, I, I, I didn't like her. She made my dad happy, which I did like, but, uh, I have no idea. I imagine she's passed by now because she was 90 back then. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought the Ugandan giant was the commander in chief. Well, he's, he's the figurehead right now, Douglas. Joe Biden wants schools open five days a week. By May. Even though we've heard that, that schools and kids aren't really going to be that affected by the horrible and deadly. <laughs> Teachers are going to get inoculated. But he says five days a week until May and then says, hey, kids, are you listening? Are you ready? He wants you to go to summer school. Oh, I think that's a... Boy, I'll tell you this right now. Do you know what you're doing? Joe, you're polluting the well. You're going to make kids hate Democrats. Bravo. Nobody wants summer school. Uh, Ogre says, what great news. The school district here just declared remote learning for the rest of the year. I fucking hate the schools and teachers here. They have no fucking respect for parents or society, the fucking cowards. No, Ogre, and this is where the president needs to come out and tell all these, these teacher unions, go back to work. Douglas says, my son is in school with his whole class now. Fuck Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to do the tough job as president and say, if you don't go back to work, you're fired. Just what Reagan did with the air traffic controllers. We are crippling our children. By not allowing them in school. By not allowing them to participate in things like sports, like band, like theater. Like all these extracurricular activities. Also the socialization that school teaches you. Oh, this makes me so fucking angry and I don't even have kids. I can't imagine. I, I, Ogre, I can, only, I, I can barely imagine how pissed off you are right now. Oops, yeah, I'm not supposed to be using the internet according to our president. Can any of you white people help a hyphenated American out? I roll. The next time those pussy winks beg for money and try to act all noble for supplying their classrooms, fuck them. Brought this shit on themselves. They should be fired. 
I have friends who are teachers, and I'm not afraid to say this to them if they're a part of that part of the union. We don't want to go back to school. It's not it, we don't get paid. No, because you're still getting paid. Because you have a fucking powerful union. I don't want, look, I ain't going to lie to you. The, the first day that it snowed here, I wanted to say, hey, my electricity went out. I can't do the show. Y'all ain't going to know. I want to sleep in on Monday, Tuesday. But that's not my job. My job is to come in here and, 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 and entertain you guys in the morning. So I get my lazy, fat ass out of bed, and I do it. You teachers. And, and by the way, a lot of these quote-unquote teachers, this is their dream job. Well, then go do it. <sighs> I know someone on Facebook who's a teacher and wondered what happened to the whole love teachers got at the beginning of the pandemic. I wanted to scream at her. At least she says, fuck them, ogre. Kim Callis said it perfectly. If pipeline workers have to get a new job, then teachers that refuse to teach, they can find a new job. Bravo. Yes. Yes. Correct the mundo. This is, I, I, I'm sorry, this is just so ridiculous. We would fact check you. We need this show. I appreciate that, Dave Cohen. That's why, I, look, man, I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in and do my job. And when I'm at work, I do my job. These teachers need to do that. Your out says, you want to have a laugh? Watch any Real Housewives uh, try and teach their kids at home. I'm pretty sure the kids have higher IQs than their parents, LOL. Man, I tell you what, I stumbled across the Real Housewives of Dallas last night. Boy, those gals are bitches. I mean, they all live in the ritzy part of town. They are all, well, their husbands are all super rich. And they are all a bunch of skags. God damn. I, I guess it's the, the Y chromosome that I have that I do not understand that show at all. Ogre says, my wife is doing just as much work, at, uh, work teaching our sons as the shitwit teacher, who, by the way, is late half the time, doesn't post assignments online on time, doesn't know how to post things all the time, and these fucking people are getting money and benefits and get to work from home. Fuck them all. Uh, nobody wants, uh, wants teachers in the classroom more than me. The last year has sucked big time. Yeah, Christopher, look at that. They, they, there's another great thing to look at. Look at the outlying issues of who it affects. Not only parents who have to stay home and help teach their kids. What about the people whose job it is to get your kids to school? The bus drivers. What about lunch ladies? What about all these people that aren't unionized? This is why America turned its back on the NHL a few years ago because you had billionaires against millionaires, the owners against the players, and they locked out for a full season. Well, the hockey players were going to be fine, and the owners were going to be fine. Who did fuck? It fucked all the beer vendors, all the parking lot attendees, all the janitors, all the people that cleaned up the arenas. That's who it fucked. Those people count on that income. Uh, your ass says, dude, I want to rent out that Lake Austin house they stayed at last week. Okay. I, I saw, I, that, that's the one, I, I, I guess they were at Lake Austin. 
And, boy, there were a bunch of biatches. <whistles> and, by the way, let, let me just say this right now. If you ever watch that show and you, you want to get a pair of cowboy boots, don't watch that show. The, the stinky crotch chick on that show, the redhead, whose whole family is redhead, as they showed a picture of them. She bought a pair of really ugly, fucking bedazzled cowboy boots for $2,500. $2,500. I did not hear the words Lou Casey, and I did not hear the word alligator anywhere in there. You pay $2,400 for a pair of bedazzled boots, you ain't no Texan. I just want to slap you right in your fucking stank mouth. $2,500. At least he says, I can't get into that show either. Not to mention admin. Why in the fuck are, are they getting paid too? Yeah. I want our superintendent fired, also the head of the health department. Uh, I, th- this is getting to be so, th- this whole coronavirus thing. In the next two or three years, if schools ever do open again. Oh, I can't wait to watch on the news how test scores in America have gone down. We are literally making our kids dumber right now. Real cowboy boots do not have rhinestones or studs. Correct the mundo. Yeah, oh, let, let, let me add one more. Or fancy tips on the end. I don't care if you're a man, woman, trans, or lampshade. Leather and stitching, period. Yes. I don't like all these. It, 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 by the way, they, they, let, let, let's take a little off-ramp, a little cowboy boot off-ramp, shall we? These gals who get these boots, there's even dudes out there, that there's some kind of weird design in there. There's some kind of tooling going on in there. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. Get a pair of cowboy boots. You either got to get regular cowboy boots or you get exotics. And by exotic, I mean alligator, uh, caiman, ostrich, eel, buffalo. Elephant, snake, don't get snake, but don't get snake unless you're a pimp. If you're a pimp in Oakland or the Bronx, you can wear snakeskin boots. That's the only kind of boots you wear. Uh Uh-uh. And and by the way, don't get the real pointy ones. Don't get that unless you're a vaquero. You get the real, real pointy ones if you're a vaquero or you're in a Tejano band. That's all right. Hey, if you ever need help buying cowboy boots... I'm an email away. I'll hook you up. Uh, My husband's uh, cousin is a teacher, and she's annoying as fuck talking about what an amazing teacher she is and how she just is the best and how many fucking degrees has she, she has, blah, blah, blah. If you're afraid of this and not doing your job, none of that means dick to me. Correct the mundo. Well, see, that's the thing. Alicia, you might have touched on something right there. That that How much money has this woman spent on schooling if she has all these degrees? This is what I don't, I, I don't get it. Unless it truly is for the love of teaching. If it truly is for the love of teaching. And I, I do believe that there are teachers out there. Yes, I do. 
there are teachers out there that do truly love the fact that they get to teach the next generation. I respect the shit out of that. I, I truly do. But what doesn't make sense to me is that you get all these degrees, you get a master's, you get PhDs, you get all this shit. How much money have you spent on your schooling to take a job that doesn't pay dick? Really? That must mean you're not that smart. If you spent all that money to get an education, to where you can have all kinds of stuff behind your name. And then you're going to walk out with, make I don't know, $39,000 a year. I, I don't know if I want my kid being taught by you. I, don't wanna be, I, I definitely don't want you to be an econ teacher because you don't get it. Um, oh, wait. Uh, you're out, says. I guarantee. That more and more schools will stop standardized testing. Just watch. Oh, I agree. Because they don't, they don't want to look bad. Yes. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. Douglas says, I really feel fortunate that my son's teacher wants to be in class with the students. She was really frustrated when they were focused on distance learning. See, that's the thing I, I do believe. There are teachers out there that truly do care. Uh, wait, wait. You mean those boots in Roadhouse? Uh, with the tip on, it, it isn't fancy. What? And I thought that he had class. What, the guy who had the knife in the boot? Because Patrick Swayze didn't wear no boots with no tips. I wanted Reba boots. I don't even know what those are. If your name is Slasher Axel, you can wear snakeskin boots. Maybe. Maybe. You and I are going to have to sit down and discuss that. I'm, I'm going to teach you what snakeskin boots mean in the great state of Texas. Uh, let's see. Uh, should only be made in America, too. Fuck our area. Oh, I, I, you will not find me in a pair of area. Oh, here's the other thing about boots. By the way, it has to have a leather sole. Unless it's, it's designed for a working-type boot. Then you can have the rubber on the bottom of it. You want to know why? You can't dance in a pair of rubber bottom boots. See, when you buy a pair of cowboy boots, and I have a pair of Justins that are my cold weather, they're my shitter boots. That's what I call them, my shitter boots. I wore them out in the snow the other day. They, they've got a rubber bottom on there. It's got traction. So it's meant to be used working-wise. Cowboy boots... Have a leather sole that you got to scuff the shit out of so it slows you down on the dance floor. But nah, 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 nah. The Ariats are, are, are terrible boots. Well, Alicia says you're out 100%. I've never been a big fan of standardized tests. But for sure, uh, now they're not. Although uh, it'd be, I'd be interested to see uh, if they did what those results look like. Oh, amen. Lisa, your husband's cousin can't be that smart. She has multiple degrees and teaches elementary school. <laughs> uh, I got some beautiful Ariat boots for my birthday uh, from my husband. Ariats are fine for ladies. 
They're fine for gals. I, I ain't never going to wear a pair. She loved teaching, but some fucking point you need to look at what your return on the investment is going to be with teaching. Not that fucking much, yeah. Ogre says, you're out, jokes aside, teachers who get master's or doctorates make more money on the pay scale. That's the only reason my mom got a master's way back in the early 80s. Ka-ching. She said the doctorate pay wasn't worth the cost of the degree, though. That's what it's all about. Uh, Dave Coe says, I'm completely... uh, you're, you're of the loop here. Why do teachers not want to go back to school? Is it COVID? I think some of them, I think the, the ones that are, I, this, is, this is what I think it is. Well, I don't know what y'all think it is. Uh, <laughs> I just saw what Richard wrote. Are snake skins for the gays? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, I think that there are people, and it's the teachers' union. That run, they have to decide. Whichever way the union votes, that's the way they go. If they vote to go back to school, they'd go back to school and you'd get a bunch of people that were angry. But it's the people that, we all know these people. These are the people. Hey, I was just talking about this yesterday uh, with a friend of mine. These are the people that, if you give them like a task to do, it takes them forever to do the task. Why? Because they're just lollygagging. They're milking the clock. And I think there are a lot of teachers out there that are milking the clock. I don't think that they're there for the good of the child. It's an easy job for them. They can go in there. They can run roughshod. They can tell kids to shut up. This would be me as a teacher. You know why I'd become a teacher? So I can yell at kids. That's why. I'd want to become a principal so I could fucking paddle. Oh, and assault them. But I think it's the bad ones that are in charge of the union say, hey, why would you go to work? If you can get paid and stay home, why would you do that? If you can teach from home, why don't you do that? You teach them on Zoom. You're still going to get paid. They can't dock them. Union rules says they can't dock their pay if they don't come into work. Uh, Alicia says, but she's also having the government pay for her school debt, of course, so she can collect more worthless degrees. Yeah. Ogre says, with my big old clown feet, I am too picky about brands. Every cowboy boot store I've been to uh, thinks cowboys have tiny-ass Fred Astaire feet. Now, that's why you got to buy boots in Texas. You got size 15s down here. I get my, I get my, my 12 triple E's. Yeah, snakes, yeah, not, not for the gays, Richard. Richard, you can have that. You, we, you can sit down. We can all have the conversation. Uh, let's see. Tin Hall, Resin Soul with the crazy designs. They get a pass from me, Travis says. Ariat sounds too much to, like Aryan. I ain't a white supremacist. Hangtown Jen says, Alicia, they have said that standardized testing will not be done this year or next year and possibly until 2023 when the results would be more accurate. And they said their results would not be accurate if taken now. But to me, it seems it would be completely accurate. The point is to test what they've retained, not to test what you pound into them. And the days before the test, it seems test would be a good idea to see just how bad this lockdown has affected us. Well, how about this? How about we do this? How about we teach kids what to learn? How about we don't teach them to memorize? Because that's all, those, that, that's all that, that these standardized tests show is how good the kids are at memorizing shit. Do they actually learn about it? 
Could a kid tell you actually where the dust bowl was? Could they actually tell you the theory behind trickle-down economics? But they give them numbers and stats to all memorize so they do well on the standardized tests. Uh, Agron says, I know a teacher that doesn't teach, just visits homes of household uh, homeschool kids and milks way over $100,000 a year. Holy shit, I need that. Uh-huh. Uh, Arnie, you'd be that professor from the water boy who started the class by yelling, y'all shut up now. Oh, the one that looks like Colonel Sanders? Hell yeah, I want give me, fuck yeah. Give me a seersucker suit, I'd do that. That doesn't surprise me one bit. I agree completely with you. We should see where the kids are, but they don't want to see that their efforts were nothing but a big pile of a frothy diarrhea. Good Lord. Frothy diarrhea. All right. Speaking of frothy diarrhea, let's talk about the Cuomo brothers. Uh, OMG, math is now so clusterfuck. Remember when, when we kids and learn that math one way, number on top, number on bottom, and add or subtract? Now my kid has to spend all fucking year learning all these different strategies to get the same answer. Has to memorize all these dumb fucking strategies. He gets pissed off when he can't just do the old school way. Hell, even I don't understand all this crap either. I don't understand the new math. Yeah, you, hey, Ogre, you nailed it there. And see, here's the thing. I loved math as a kid until I found beer. I was in an algebra class in sixth grade. I'm not, not, not trying to brag. And then seventh grade, I started drinking in algebra two. I didn't do that well in, but I I breezed through algebra. Algebra was easy back then. Until we live in a different universe, two plus two will always and only equal four. It can never equal five. It can never equal anything outside the number four. To teach kids, see, to me, this is, this is where it gets all fucked up and gummed up. This idea of we have to teach them other ways to think. No, you, you don't teach them other ways to think. You teach them the right way. And when it comes to addition, two plus two equals four. When it comes to history, the Civil War happened. As much as we want to cancel everything about the Civil War, it happened. English class, which I sucked in, when it comes to writing papers, there's only one way to write papers, and that's the teacher's way, and they will correct you. Believe me. It looked like I wrote on red paper. When I would turn in an essay, it looked like I wrote on red paper. There were that many mistakes. And look, until... I was not very good at the there, there, and there thing. I am now. I, for one, wish they would have at least switched the way they teach uh, the seniors. 
my son has spent his entire senior year doing the minimal and learning shit all. I wish he was put into a how-to-fill-out-an-application class, how-to-balance-a-bank-account, make-a-budget class, how-to-survive-the-real-world. Any of those would have been worth being in school the last nine months. Otherwise, let him go. Let him graduate and start life. This waiting in limbo, doing nothing, sucks. Douglas says, uh, I don't get how math is racist. Is that my my privilege? Yeah, that is your privilege. Jim, you're... Look, they've been calling for that forever, to have a, a class about the real world in there. And it's funny that that class does exist, but it only exists in certain places. Like, the, it used to exist at the Art Institute in Sacramento. I used to do a, a guest lecture uh, twice a semester for a friend of mine who taught the business class at the Art Institute of Sacramento. Now, there they had culinary programs. They had all kinds of programs there, graphic design, all this. My buddy Sam, he taught the business class. Now, they called it the business class because there was nothing artsy about this class. This class taught you how to fill out resumes, what to do with job interviews, all that kind of stuff. Not necessarily bank account stuff and things like that, which I do. I think that does need to be taught. And I would come in a lecture because I would tell them what the business world is like, especially in, in an artsy world of radio, it used to be, and how they can get along. And my favorite story from that class ever is I, I came into that class one day, and this guy's in the front row, and it was right after Burning Man. And this guy was dirty, and he stunk, and he just got back from Burning Man. But he wanted to be there because he knew I was coming in to speak. It was, it was, that was, it meant a lot to me. And the idiot looks at me, and I got to teach him a lesson that day. He raises his hand, you know, all kinds of bugs and shit crawled out from under his arm. He says, hey, dude. And I was like, well, my name is either Arnie or Mr. States, but okay, what? He goes, look, I'm a painter. I'm an artist. Uh, how can I sell my paper? Now, I don't know a lot about the art world, but I had some ideas for him. I said, well, do you know anybody that has galleries? He said, no, not really. I, I, you know. I said, well, there, there you go. You can start by, and I did say this. Yeah, I said, you can start by, well, showering today, and then go out to local galleries and talk to them about showcasing your art, if it's that good. I don't know if it's that good. I've never seen it. I'm just telling if it's that good, go to a gallery. I said, and he goes, well, what if that doesn't work? I said, okay, then why don't you go out to, I don't know. What's the, what's the big supermarket chain there? Say Safeway. I said, go to Safeway and set up in front of the store and sell your paintings there. And he gets this really indignant look at me. And he goes, I don't like Safeway's clientele. My buddy Sam looked at me, and he put his head in his hands because he knew I was about to react. I said, you don't like Safeway's clientele? You're not going to sell your art to people you don't like? I said, what color is Safeway, the, the, the clientele's, what color is their money? He said, green. I said, now, where would you like to sell? And he said, you know, I, whatever, coffee shop. I said, what color is their money? He looks at me, and he goes, green. I said, see, it's all green. 
I don't give a fuck if you don't like those people. If they can pay your bills, you sell your art to them. If they like your art, it shouldn't matter where they buy groceries. You dumb motherfucker. I left that last part out. Uh, Let's see. If people were taught how to think instead of what to think, we would be much better off. Very true. If Arnie was a college professor, he would be more like Sam Kennison in Back to School, just shouting at the class, you know the answer, say it, say it. Uh, I'm a total grammar Nazi. Not sure where I got that from, but I'm not ashamed of it. Now, look, let me ask you something, you're out. On social media, do you get upset when people fuck up the grammar? I tend not to. Like, if they fuck up and they, they spell it T-H-E-R-E when they're talking about their friends, uh, their dog, and they, they spell it T-H-E-R-E. I, look, social media is one thing to type in wrong. I, if that's on it, I guess that's like, if they get it right there, then they'll get it in the right place. Okay, so I, I, I get it, look. Social media, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you fly on shit. Everybody fucking types out bullshit like the letter U instead of Y O U. Uh, they had consumer math when I was in school. I thought you uh all everyday stuff like Jenna's saying. Yeah, okay, that's a good class. I do, but I keep it to myself. I'm not a Karen. Well, God bless you. Good for you. Oh, I do the same thing. When I see it, I chuckle, and I just go, eh, it's, it's social media. Math was an easy subject for me in school, and when I got my job at the age of 16, I would tend to sleep in class. Yeah, I know. I was that guy. But anyways, I took the easy math class under my junior year because I could sleep in class and still pass easily. One thing about the class that is the teacher taught a lot of math that average person would use in a real life, like balancing a checkbook. And he also explained how loans fronted the interest so that they got paid their interest before they get paid back. I actually really liked the teacher, even though I didn't take school as seriously as I should, as I know I should have. Mm-hmm. Jeff Yo says, drives me insane. I try to ignore it, but it kills me. Okay. In my opinion, poor grammar is okay in chats, online forums, texts, etc., it's never okay, anything written on paper, that's my rule. I can live with that. At my high school, they had life skills class that taught things like lifting weights, pressing license plates, that kind of useful stuff. I took, uh, I took home ec. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm proud to say that I, I took home ec. I actually stitched up one of Bubba's torn balls the other day. I know how to sew a button on a shirt. That was a life skill that was given to me in the eighth grade that I can still do today. I don't remember any of the trigonometry that I took in college. I know how to sew a button on. My sophomore year of high school, my father forced me, pretty much, to take a typing class. I will say this right now. One of the best classes I ever took. 
I think it, I was at 80 or 90 words a minute. I made an A in that class. I made an A in home ec. I made a B in my trade class later in college because I learned how to balance alcohol and math, finally. And my professor was a drinking buddy of mine, too. So that, 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 <laughs> that being said, you still use trig every day. Uh, you just don't think about it. I don't know about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ogre, you're struggling with the new math. At least your kids are learning it from the beginning. Imagine Xavier was taught old school math until fifth grade. He was so frustrated all the time, feeling like a failure, but knowing he knew the work. Yeah. If someone doesn't know what homophones are and how to properly use them, I won't take that person seriously, especially the people that call other people dumb online but type your instead of you are. The your, there. Your versus your. A homophone is how a fruit makes a phone call. Stop that. Stop that. Let's see. Uh, it's a joke. Fuck you guys. No, that was a great joke. I love that joke. Anytime you plan uh, the quickest route to Whataburger, you are using trig skills. Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome. Quickest route, just going down that way. By the way, it depends. I, I can't go to the water. The Whataburger by my house sucks. It's dog shit. Slow. So I always got to go to the one in Garland. That pisses me off. Why is it? Why can can anybody riddle me this shit? Why is it in my town or Rockwall we have one Uno Whataburger? And I'm not kidding about this. We have seven Sonics. Seven. We have two McDonald's, two Chick-fil-A's. We have two Chick-fil-A's in Rockwall. Remember when Sacramento, the entire town of Sacramento had one? We got two in Rockwall. Rockwall ain't that big a town. One jack-in-the-box. Two. No, 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 I'm sorry. One Taco Bell. It's terrible, too. Just closed along John Silver. Thank Christ. Uh. I'm grateful that my dad was in banking and I got a job at 18 in his bank to this day. I have the money all facing the same way and small bills to large bills, and I never use a calculator. All in my head, baby. That a girl. I'm always in charge of handing uh, the bill at restaurants when I'm with my friends. All in my head, including the tip. Easy peasy. Uh, Japanesey. If I post anything online and I'm able to edit it, I catch my errors. I obsessively have to fix my grammar. I do, too. I try to. I Look, I let other people get away with it. I won't let myself get away with it. Let's see. Uh, holy shit, I was at Schnitzel the other day and looked at the locations list on their ad, and damn, you guys in Texas are fucking hosed. There's only a small podunk town. So yeah, what, like Garland? Oh, there, there, there's a Wiener Schnitzel in Garland. I know exactly where it is. Off Oats Boulevard and 635. Douglas says, blasphemy closing the Long John Silvers. Man, that place sucks. I hate they except for their hush puppies. 
Uh, did Long John Silver's go out of business? All the locations here are closed down. Maybe on the West Coast. I don't know. Uh, they're still open here. I, I know where some are. I've seen them. Just the fact that there, there are literally there are seven Sonics in Rockwell. I'm not kidding. And that's not just, uh, as soon as you leave Rockwall, like you go to Levon, which is the next city over, there's a fucking Sonic. As soon as you get into Garland, look, there's a Sonic. Hey, we're in Roy City, Sonic. Sonics are, I, I guess they started here, I don't know. I don't have a, I, and I have not eaten at a Sonic since we moved here. I like Sonic, but I like Whataburger better. All right, back to the show. The Washington Post has come out and is hammering CNN for allowing Chris Cuomo to interview his own brother. CNN has made an exception to its rule against primetime hosts having his older brother on the show. How can you allow that? I mean, honestly. Honestly. How can you have someone who is a quote-unquote journalist? I know, I know. We all know that Chris Cuomo the homo, I'm sorry, Fredo. We all know that Fredo is not objective. We know he is not fair. And by the way, by the way, a lot of people wouldn't be, especially with their sibling. Well, I'll tell you this. If I was on CNN and my sister Patty was was mayor or governor, I would put her on blast every night. Oh, they would probably have to, they would have to tell me you're going to have to stop talking about her. It's getting a little uncomfortable. I would be the polar opposite of Fredo and just hammer her. And by the way, he should be doing that to his brother. You know the serial killer. Wow, Addict Brian says, yeah, I didn't see one fucking Whataburger on my way back to California. I tried to, I wanted to try it. Saw a bunch of fried chicken places, Taco Bells, and Sonics. You weren't looking hard enough, girl. I'll just tell you this right now. If you went through Amarillo, you missed out. There's two or three Sonics there. Not very good ones. Or not Sonics, but Whataburgers there. Uh, hey, are you going to do the story on the Texas mayor who resigned? No, it was a couple days ago, and it kind of it, it's played out now. There's a mayor of, what, Colorado City, Texas, who came out and blasted people for being crybabies and shit about the snow. And then he quit. See, he is another reason why I did that video I did yesterday. I know that whenever, whenever, whenever somebody in the North gets, to cha- gets a chance to pounce on somebody from Texas, they're going to take advantage of it. Because people, like, you're either me, you love Texas, or you're one of these people that fucking hate it. They hate hearing about it. And I'm okay with that. It's been that way my entire life. 
You either love the state or you're like, those Texans, they don't, blah, 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 blah. They talk too much. We're proud of our state. Sorry, but not sorry. We have never seen anything like this before, okay? This is this is like, this would be like San Francisco getting a, a 14 earthquake. If it measured like 14 on the Richter scale, granted, every building would have fallen over, blah, blah, blah. And then people going, well, Californians, they know how to, to handle earthquakes. Texans know how to handle the winter. But when you get this dumping, it fucking snowed in Galveston, Texas. Galveston, Texas is the second most southern tip of the United States. And they got inches, not just a dusting, there were inches of snow. The Alamo was closed to tourists this week. The Alamo. Billy Bob's has been closed all week. The snow cripples Texans. And I'm telling you right now, the first person I hear who dies in New York or New Jersey in the summertime when it's 90, God forbid it's in the 80s. Oh, if it's in the 80s, you're going to see a new level of me come out. But y'all want to make fun of us? That's fine. I can take it. I hope that you can, too, when you die when it's 91 degrees because it's so hot and so humid. Oh, my God, with humidity, it feels like it's 100. Oh, oh okay. So, so then in summertime here, when it's like 112 outside and tons of humidity and we ain't dropping dead like flies, y'all are a bunch of pussies. I'm telling you, get ready. He said, only the strong will survive, really? That's a worthy of hating him for? Why? Was he too obvious? I mean, if you're weak and not able to fight to keep yourself warm, you may die. Those are just facts. Well, look, he come out, he he eviscerated, he called them crybabies. Look, man, people's electricity has been off since Sunday. There have been people that haven't had electricity, including a heater, since Sunday. That's not normal here. It's not normal to have three inches of snow on the freeways. Underneath that snow is an inch of ice. When that kind of storm hits the northeast, guess what? They're bracing for it with sand and, 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 and salt on the roads. Not here because we don't have the infrastructure for it. And by the way, rightfully so. The infrastructure for that costs millions upon millions of dollars. If a governor were to come out and buy, I don't know, let, let, let's, say, let's say Governor Wheels came out and bought $2 million worth of snow removal equipment for the state of Texas. Next year when it doesn't snow and all those nice new fancy snow removal systems are just sitting in a warehouse somewhere collecting dust, 
going to make him look bad. Uh, so what you're saying is that Santa Ana only had to wait for snow for Texas to fall apart? <laughs> That's a joke. Please don't kick my ass. No. <laughs> That's funny. Santa Ana was the leader of the Mexican Army who uh, did give up in, in San Jacinto. He slaughtered the people at the Alamo, and that's why they were yelling, remember the Alamo at San Jacinto. Nogri, he said that everyone he's met from Texas work full of themselves, and it's humid. Well, I guess not so hot right now. Yeah. I heard Joel Osteen is finally opening up his church to freezing people. He must have gone to... Whoville and grew a heart. Fucking Joel Osteen. What a piece of shit. My boyfriend in San Antonio has had power the whole time, but two of my friends have been without for four days. I finally volunteered the BF's house uh, so they could shower and get warm. Home Depot, Lowe's, and a lot of grocery stores are closed. Yeah. There's no diesel gas anywhere around the city of Dallas right now. If you need diesel, you're fucked. There's an apartment complex in Duncanville that, or not apartments, a townhouse, condos, that burnt to the ground the other day. They haven't said what started that fire, but I, I, I can almost guess I know that they lost their electricity and somebody rolled in their barbecue into their house, turned the propane on, not good. Mm-mm. Very, very bad. And you, know, you can call them idiots. You can call that kind of stuff. They just want to stay warm. People have opened their ovens, their gas ovens, to heat their houses, which is not, they, they, that's not recommended. Uh, when I went to Texas, I had the opposite experience. Everyone was polite and very thoughtful of others. It was a surprising switch from the encounters with people in California. California retail clerks act like you're lucky to be in their store. And in Texas, it was all smiles and bright faces. Even the hurried cooks and waitresses at Waffle House, they all took the time to be nice and personable. I went out and bought sweats last weekend before this thing happened. Yeah, that's right. I now own two pair of long pants that are like sweats. And I went into the big and fat store. And those ladies that were in there, I, I, I always try to, my, my goal in life is to leave someone's day better than I found them. That's my goal. If I can give you a smile or a laugh while I'm in your presence, I've done my job. And I do it for myself. And I went in there and I had a great conversation with these ladies. And the lady was putting my sweats in a bag and she used a smaller bag. And I, I love using this line. I said, excuse me, can you give me the really big bag? And she's like, yeah, sugar, no problem. And she's putting them in the big bag. I go, yeah, that way I can go across the street to the mall and shoplift. That's my go-to line. A lot of times I just get cross-eyed looks and get like, oh, my God. This lady goes, well, could you please turn the bag inside out so they don't see our logo? I about died laughing. I've never gotten that response from somebody. It's fantastic. Are there bad people in the state of Texas? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Everybody that lives in College Station. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just the vast majority. Uh, did you at least tell your boyfriend that you volunteered his home? Or did you just say the key's under the mat? He's about to walk into two people showering and cooking and warm meal in his house. Brad Kid says, I've gone to work every day during the storm and have been thanked over and over for coming to work. Yeah, she has. Gone into work. Alicia, you hear Jen Pasaki said the other reason for power grid failure in Texas is due to coal and natural gas. God, I fucking hate her and the idiots that gobble that bullshit up. Look, and here's the deal. Do you want to know why the turbines froze? I'll tell you why the turbines froze. This is what we were told in the press conference yesterday, so I don't know if it's 100% true or not. Turbines in Texas do not have a carbon, a carbon fiber coating on the fans because, A, it's super-duper expensive, like even more so than those, those, those fan blades cost. And the reason why Texas didn't opt for those is because, well, they didn't need them, they thought. It's Texas. They have these kind of fucking fan propellers in in cold places, in the Antarctic and things like that, but they're all coated with this carbon fiber that is allowed, that, that can be heated up to melt the ice to prevent them from freezing stuck. Texas didn't get that because, A, it wasn't, budget- it wasn't budgetarily smart. This would be like having a dive team in the police department to do underwater rescues in Nebraska. To have an entire team, to have 10, 15 people on this team. Now, do they have lakes and shit in Nebraska? Yeah. So maybe they got a couple people that are trained in scuba and things like that, but they don't have an entire department focused to it. Now, is that stupid on their part, or is that fiscally responsible on their part? I have to lean towards the side of fiscally responsible. Uh, Ogre, when I visited a barbecue restaurant on my way through Texas, I had the same experience. People were so nice. By the way, update. We're about a week or two away from going to Franklin's Barbecue. So excited. So excited. I think we should call her Jen Pasucky. Done. From now on, she will be Jen Pasucky. As long as you remind me if I fuck it up. Uh, Alicia, I'm surprised she actually attempted to give an answer and didn't circle back to it. Many of the windmills in California are never turned on, too expensive to maintain for the energy they produce. Well, that's the thing I don't understand. How do you turn them on? How in the fuck do you turn on these windmills? Does it? Do you need electricity to turn them on? There, go, dumbass. Go. Go. Yeah, you're done now. You're out of the room, pal. You want to cry like that? You want to snap at the door? Keep banging your head in the door, dog. Uh, do they turn it on? Is there a switch that they turn on? Is it electric to turn on? I thought they were just fan blades that blew when the wind blew. I have no idea. I I don't know how they work, and I don't care. You know why? Because I like coal. I like fossil fuels. 
That's right. I hate the environment, but I love fossil fuels. Same people bitching about Texas not having enough snow plows. Probably bitch later in warm times that the state wasted all that money on snow plows and not poor people. Correct the mundo. Yes. Yes, they, they do. It's the same people. Oh, Christopher has a question. Question. If the wind power is out, why don't they fire up some coal or gas plants? Why do that? Why don't they pull power from a neighborhood neighbor's grid? Is Texas too proud to get power from Oklahoma? No, 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 Christopher. It's not that. I, I I said on the show the other day. Maybe you didn't hear. There is a coal power plant in Rockwall, Rockwall or Rowlett, literally four or five miles away from my house, that has been offline. For three years. It's going back online this week. And it's to suit those people who want it to be more environmentally friendly. You see, this is the problem that I have. Is that eventually you want to get away from the stuff that works? Okay, that's fine. If you want to use wind power and water power... That is fantastic. I think that's great. Throw it all against the wall and see what sticks. But until we know that it is going to work the way that coal and oil has worked for us for the past, I don't know, ever, then you got to keep the coal and, and the oil available to people. By turning all this shit off, all you're doing is hoping, well, well, we hope those things don't freeze. I can guarantee you that there were people in the state of Texas, Austin, that were nervous about so, an event like this happening because they didn't know if the, the, the turbines would, would turn. They didn't know what the solar panels would do if they're covered in snow. They hoped that they would still work, and they didn't. And it's very, very, to answer your question, Christopher, it's very, very, it's not, it's not a thing about being too proud to ask Oklahoma for help. It's very expensive to get those power companies and those, those power stations back online. And if they're only going to turn it on, it, this is like the teacher conversation that we were having earlier. You know, somebody gets so many degrees, yeah, they're going to get higher pay for it, but is it worth the time and the cost to get those higher degrees for a little bump in salary? Ogre said his mom did that, and she even came out and said it wasn't. So is it going to be worth the state of Texas turning on this power uh, power station four miles away from me just so we can get through the next week or so. That's what they're debating right now. That's what they're talking about. Uh, Christopher, Oklahoma sucks everything, even power. I'd rather freeze to death. Amen to that. I love, I like nukes, small contained region reactors, just like the rest of the world is doing. Hey, Joe, hear me? Yeah. I had Brian says, I'm so jealous. Franklin's looks so good. I'm trying to talk my boyfriend and flying to Austin to look around, but the truth is I'm just a, a fat ass who wants to try Franklin's. 
I already know that I don't want to live in Austin, even if they were building a Dutch bro- eight, eight Dutch brothers there. Well, they're building one in Plano. They're building a Dutch brothers in Plano. I know that they're coming to the Metroplex. And, by the way, they got in and outs everywhere here. I mean, nobody's in those drive throughs If you call her Jen Pasucky, I will immediately hear two live crew. What can I get for $5? Anything you want. Anything. Me love you long time. Andrew says it takes millions to turn on those coal plants. They have to get staffed, stock up on coal, then jump through God knows how many hoops of regulations. In Austin, they just uh, burn homeless people's shit in oil barrels to stay warm. Scott says, uh, I look at it like finding a new job. Keep working at your current job while you're looking for something new. Wait, hold on. Correct the mundo. Let's keep the coal power going until while, uh, while we're testing the new options. I have no problem with that. I want my, I want my power coming from coal and oil. I'm sorry. I'm going to be 50 in a few months. Arnegeddon is happening September 17th, which means I'm well past the age of my, my half-life is done. Y'all want to go to wind, y'all want to go to water, you want to go to solar, I ain't more power to you. But while I'm here, just let me have my coal and my oil. I'll be, I'll be very appreciative of that. Ogre says, I had, Brian, if you like Trump, uh, you'd hate Austin. It's San Francisco without water. It even has hills like San Francisco, homeless people, weird shops, etc. Uh, says, I don't like In-N-Out. Wouldn't miss that at all. Okay, well, good. Yeah, because they suck down here. Well, I, I haven't eaten an In-N-Out. We have one In-N-Out in Rockwall. I was shocked when I saw an In-N-Out in Rockwall. Shocked. By the way, speaking of this this current power issue, Bette Midler is saying that God is punishing Ted Cruz and John Cornyn with this weather. She asked both senators for voting against Hurricane Sandy relief. So so God said, hey, because you have these two bad senators, we're going to fucking make 20 to 26 people freeze to death. Ooh, looks like Bette Midler was reading the Old Testament recently where the old vengeful God came out. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. You could put Bette Midler and fucking Joy Behar in the same room and I couldn't tell the difference. One's a skag and the other one's a skag. Uh, Arnie, you need to start making a gift wish on Amazon. I will. I will. I guarantee. I will. I gotta wait, though. Damn. That's gonna be tough. Uh, Just so you know, Arnie, uh, you're almost as old as my mom would have been this year. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Boy, there's nothing like hearing that. Oh, Arnie, I've been listening to you since kindergarten. Thanks. Appreciate that. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you do now? Oh, I'm a judge. That's fantastic. 
in and out in Texas has no plans to make money. It's just revenge for losing the Rose Bowl in 2006. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Uh, could be worse, Arnie. Someone could say, hey, Arnie, I think you're my daddy. Oh, God damn. That's frightening. That is frightening. Wow. I, yeah, I'd never want to hear that. I'm glad I don't get any cards on Father's Day. Ted Cruz is in Cancun staying warm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, he is. I don't blame him. That's where I'd be. If I could afford it, if I had a private jet because I was a United States senator, I would be someplace warm. Uh, my mom kind of uh, is kind of dust, but she would have been 55. Uh, links on social media allow New York COVID vaccine seekers to cut the line. What? Let, let's all be grown-ups here, shall we? Just, I mean, just for a minute. Is this a valid news story? Sure, I guess. But who, I mean, honestly, who didn't think that people were going to cut the line for the COVID vaccine. I know a lot of the ass family members are not going to take it. I respect that. I totally respect It's your choice. <laughs> Alicia says, mental note, uh, send Arnie a Father's Day card from uh, Anonymous. <laughs> she put unanimous. You mean anonymous? Uh, <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, you didn't think that, that doctors, like, I, I keep seeing these stories about doctors getting in trouble because they inoculated their, either their, their, their spouses or their loved ones or people they knew. You didn't think that was going to happen in America? And now you don't think that rich people are going to jump the line? This is America. This is what we do. You, do you want to know why there's such a holdup in COVID vac vaccines? It's because they want to run it the right way, the fair way, which, by the way, is stupid way. Just put the fucking vaccine. I guarantee. Hold on. I guarantee. We would have half the country or half the people that they want inoculated, inoculated by now if they just had it open. Okay, get the get the frontline workers done first. Okay, and now it's a free for all. I I, I play. I, I told you my strategy. If I was the governor of the state of Texas, a I I shit, I'd be in a wheelchair too, man. Get free parking that way. But I would have came out and said, "Look, you want to get inoculated? This is what you do. You go to the corner of this street and this street, and there's gonna be a truckload of people." Just drive through. Do the drive. They, they, they're having great success at Texas Motor Speedway right now with people driving through in their cars like they were doing at Dodger Stadium. Stop making the appointments. People aren't showing up for their appointments, so they have extra vials. You know, why, you know when you won't have extra vials? And by the way, those are the ones that are getting sold. Those are the ones that are letting people cut the line are all these extra vials. I don't know how they have extra vials if I haven't gotten a shot yet. And, yes, I'm willing to take it. 
due to the fact I'm not sure how mandatory it's going to be to have your inoculation papers to travel. Do I think that the inoculation works? No. To me, all it is is a flu shot yet again. But I'm willing to get it because I want to go back. Like I'm lazy. I'm old. I want to go back to the way things were in America before a year ago this time. It's been about a year. I want to go back to going to sporting events. I want to go back to everything. Uh, Oh, Alicia, that's it. I'm getting a University of Tennessee postcard with the words, you're a dad, you some bitch, sending it to Arnie. You guys are all a bunch of dicks. Uh, Aren't you at high risk because of your age? Go to hell. Arnie is volunteering to be the test subject for the ass family. I am. I'm still willing to pay anyone that had it uh, to create one for me. (laughs) Sending me a Father's Day card. But this outrage over the fact that, oh, my God, people are cutting in line. Come on. Do you get equally as mad when you try to buy concert tickets in the front row and you're 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 the second person through on the phone and all they got is nosebleed seats? Come on. Let's stop. We don't do things. Look, things aren't done the right way in America anymore. I remember I stood in line for tickets in Texas here. This is a long, long time ago when I was a kid. For the Dice Man. Andrew Dice Clay was going to play. And I got to the ticket vendor. I, I got to the, and this is back when you could wait out, you know, either at Sears for Ticketmaster to open. Or Ticketmaster had their own building and you could wait out. Line. This is like y'all when y'all would go to the record store and wait in line. I was the fifth person in line. For Dice Man tickets. And something else went on sale. I forget what else went on sale. But there were like two homeless people in front of me. And they had credit cards. I'm like, oh. what happens is these ticket broker agencies, these we got your seats and all those kind of seats.com places, what they used to do is they would hire homeless people. And by hire, I mean they would give them a bottle of hooch to stand in line all night. And either go buy the tickets or they would take their place in line when tickets went on sale and they would buy everything up. Well, everything's bought up online before we can even get to it now, ticket-wise. This is why you don't go, I I mean, a record store, you're not going to find one of those. Everybody buys all their tickets online now. If you wait outside the box office, you're going to get shit seats. Everything is gone. Uh, I want to see the Backstreet Boys in concert in July, damn it. Well, go see them. Uh, by July, we should be open. Where they? Hey, if they play here in Texas, you could probably say, well, we don't have concerts here yet. Well, we have concerts at small venues. They haven't opened up like Texas Stadium or American Airlines yet for concerts. It's going to happen, though. 
Uh, Robert says this is exactly how the Democratic National Party gets their voters. <laughs> a bottle of booze, bag of dope, and a donut. Their supporters show up. <laughs> oh, Ratburger. Correct the mundo. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know if that's how they get all their votes, but these guys and these these two idiots here. Hold on a second. We we got to play this. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Yeah, it's early today. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Two guys were arrested in Florida for flashing fake credentials. <laughs> this is the best part of the story here. So they didn't have to wear the masks at a South Florida resort that they were staying at. The scheme collapsed when one employee thought they were acting suspicious and called police. Officers and a real U.S. Marshal showed up and arrested the men on charges of impersonating a federal officer. All because they didn't wear want to wear a mask. That's how tired people are of this shit. We are so tired of wearing masks that people are resorting to dressing up like federal agents. By the way, is there something in place that a federal agent doesn't have to wear a mask? I see officers of the law wearing the mask all the time. Is this something in Florida? If you're a federal agent, you do not have to wear the mask because no federal agents can actually get the COVID virus. That's just funny. Ag Brian says, I just wish Halsey wouldn't have gotten knocked up. Now, because of that and COVID, I won't be able to see her in concert this year. Damn it. That's that hot singer, right? She was the one that was with that 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 rapper fella G Easy, G Easy. Does he go by G Easy or is it Jeezy? I'm old and white. I don't know. Ogre says, "Hell yeah!" When I was in college, a buddy had paid us all fifty bucks to camp out with him to buy Pink Floyd tickets because the store limited it to eight per person. We all smoked pot, drank, looked at porn magazines all evening, and passed out in sleeping bags. It was glorious. That's the way you used to do it, man. You wanted good seats, man. You camped out. And then all those people that camped out, I'll never, this is, I enjoyed this. I I enjoy watching what people will do for money. Some of my favorite radio stories, my favorite thing that we ever did was we used to do this, and it, by the way, very, very racist, but I didn't give a fuck. It's me. We're talking about me here. Uh, Every uh, Cinco de Mayo, which, by the way, is not Mexican Independence Day people, but every Cinco de Mayo, that's in September, uh, you know, radio stations are going to do a live broadcast from insert Mexican restaurant here. Okay? it, It always happens. So one year, uh, the person I was working with and I decided that what we're going to do is I'm going to go and be on a very, very busy street corner in Reno. 
was at the street corner of Kitsky and Moana, one of the busiest street corners in the entire city. And we're going to have the van out there. We're going to have signs out there. And I'm going to be broadcasting from there during the morning show. And all we would tell people is that we have a pinata full of money. Which was true. Now, the radio station that we were on was 104.5. They put the dot in there because they saw the revolution coming. And I remember when a a programmer took the dot out, I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The dot is what made that station. That's why I called it the dot. So we were out there, and it was 104.5. Well, we would put 104 $1 bills in a pinata. Sure enough, you know, when when it came time to open that sumbitch up, We'd put somebody, you know, cover cover their eyes, spin them around a couple times, and they would fucking whack the shit out of that pinata, and it would bust open. And the hordes of people that would just jump all over one another. I mean, it was it was a true battle for humanity. This dog pile. And people would come out of the pile, and they might have a bruise on their noggin. Clothes are ripped and just, they're dirty because they're on the ground wrestling. And they come up and they have a dollar bill in their hand. I would be, I would have to hide because I was laughing so hard. Because that's what we did. We, We made people do shit like that. And it was fantastic. Love doing shit like that. Um, but, uh, when tickets, when, when finally, Places like Ticketmaster caught on to these ticket agencies. Well, they put an end to the old camping out the night before for tickets. And this, boy, you want to talk about angry people. This would anger people. We would be on the air all week long telling people, do not camp out for tickets. Whatever you do, don't camp out for tickets. If you want to come an hour ahead of time, that's fine. To start the line, that's fine. What we'll do is we'll hand you raffle tickets. And whoever wins the raffle, that's where the line starts. We told them this all the time. People thought I was I people threatened to sue me. I'm like, what are you gonna sue me for? I don't have anything to do with this. You'd call out that lottery ticket and it's about three quarters of the way back. And now you're telling and, and the person I feel bad for is the person that got there right before that person. Because now they're the last in line. Because everybody from that ticket and behind them are now first in line. And they told you, don't camp out. See, it's those places that ruin it for everybody. It's still fun to see, even though they were mad as shit. Let's see. So do you think the aftershock will actually happen this year? I do. I, I I really do. I hope. It's in October, so I think there's a, a very good chance. Keep an eye out for me on Thursday. Just saying that. I, I would really like to, if anybody knows how I can get just a Thursday pass, I, all I want to do is see Limp Biscuit. I'll see Limp Biscuit. I'll get on a plane, and I'll leave. I promise. 
Ogre says, for entertainment value, that pinata should have been filled with vouchers for cheap-ass hamburgers or coupons. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Ogre, it was so funny to see. Uh, what would have been great if the last person won and y'all turned uh, the end to the front? Well, that's pretty much what would happen. If the last person won, that person would, but yeah, they wouldn't turn the whole line. That would be funny. Uh, Addy Brian, nowadays, most cheap store pinatas are made in China. How is this racist? That shit is funny. Fun fact, Mexicans stole the pinata from uh, China. And the actual pinatas were made of clay. They also represent the seven deadly sins. I did not know that. That's interesting. It'll be VIP only, no GA, just my guess. For Aftershock, I don't think they could do an Aftershock without GA. Honestly. Because I know the VIP sells out way before the GA. They need the GA. Metallica is playing two nights there. And this is the way it works. I was just talking about this the other day with, uh, you know, Miranda Lambert is coming to Billy Bob's, Fort Worth. Tickets are like 200 bucks a ticket. These artists all have set fees that are in place. And these set fees that are in place are so that everybody gets paid. And they base the ticket sale prices based on that. So if Miranda Lambert's tickets are like, if you're regularly seeing her and it's 50 bucks to see her, let's say, at Golden One or wherever you're going to go see her, if she's playing in a venue that's four times as small, then she's going to charge. Tickets are going to be four times as much. Uh, Douglas says, I've already bought my GA tickets. Can you imagine an Aftershark uh, event where they have to enforce social distance guidelines? A pit where everyone has to stay six feet apart? They wouldn't have it then. I think they're going to have it because, look, man, people are fed. I, I don't know how much longer this can really go on, honestly. Is that the hot blonde that everyone knows puts out because she kept cheating on her husbands? Who's that? Wait, wait, who are we talking about there? Did I miss something? Uh, I'll sign a waiver to go. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, Douglas. You said you'll sign a waiver to go. If you have your tickets, what happens if they have the thing up that says you need to have a vaccination to get in? Oh, Miranda Lambert. Yeah. Uh, Is that the hot blonde that everyone knows puts out because she kept? Yes. Yes, that's her. That's Miranda Lambert. Correctamundo. You you nailed that one. Correctamundo. You're willing to sign a waiver to go in. Are you willing to get inoculated to go in? Like if they, they get an, let's say you get an email from the Aftershock people and say, hey, uh, welcome to Aftershock 2021. Guidelines this year are you show us your vaccination, we'll let you in. Would you go? 
would you get vaccinated? I know a lot of people that aren't going to get vaccinated, and like I said, I respect it. Douglas says, I really hope I don't have to get the stupid vaccine to go. No, people are losing their minds. I mean, this is so bad that dermatologists are now warning against a new trend on Facebook or, or on TikTok. Hot Mama says, fuck no. Okay. We need to let Americans go out because these aren't kids doing these things. These are these people are now waxing their bodies with Gorilla Glue. Ever since that dumb chick put fucking Gorilla Glue on her head, I'm seeing people slather fucking Gorilla Glue on their bodies and then either doing waxings or just doing whatever. Now, come on. That shit ain't meant for your skin. You want to get a waxing, that's great. Wax, take it to a professional or or go to the store and just buy some, some wax shit and do it yourself. Don't, don't, don't go to TikTok to get any fucking smart ideas. Don't get you a vat of Gorilla Glue and smear that on your forehead and then pull your eyebrows off. As much as I love my first aftershock experience, I wouldn't go. Fuck that shit. I'll keep my money and go get tacos instead. Mexicans don't care about masks or vaccines. Okay. See, Limp Biscuit, I would. But see, this is what I'm talking about. Now, do I think it'll last forever, the whole vaccination to get in places? No, I don't think so. I think there's going to be enough Americans who don't want the vaccine who say, this is my body, my right. And you have every right to say that. I don't think it lasts for more than six months to a year. But get ready, because that shit's going to be happening. Guess what happens when you Google Gorilla Glue? Is Gorilla Glue really made from gorillas? Shut up. No, it's not. No, hold on a second here. Google Gorilla Glue. Frequently asked questions. What can I use what can Gorilla Glue be used on? What does Gorilla Glue use not to stick to? What strain is Gorilla Glue? Which is better, Gorilla Glue or Super Glue? Okay, thank God I didn't see is it made from gorillas. I wouldn't be surprised if it's there. I'll just go to the first website I see uh, that you could print out your fake vaccine voucher. All right, straight fire, good. Uh, that might be cheaper than the European wax. Oh, I'm sure it is, and it's, I'm sure it's going to be even worse for you. Am I the only one who keeps saying out loud, I look just like the bottle of skinny and sweet except for this little skull and crossbones, hashtag 9 to 5. Uh, cause we all know how expensive wax is. Even if you're at home, wax is not that expensive. Not to the point of choosing glue over wax. Uh, 
Did that say what strain of glue? I didn't even know. I, I didn't either. It did say that. What strain is Gorilla Glue? I have no idea. Oh, Ratburger gave me the link here. Let's see. Go to link. Gorilla Glue is made using actual gorillas? Jesus Christ. It's true. We did some research and asked a few questions. I, I, you know what? I don't even want to read this shit. I, I don't. I don't want to read um, Dolly Parton asked Tennessee legislators to remove a bill to erect a statue of her on the Capitol grounds. Well, I tell you what. State, if the state of Texas had a bill in place to erect a statue of me, I'm not going to say a word except thank you. What? You don't believe him? No, I, I kind of don't. Gorilla glue, gorilla. gorilla glue is one of my favorite weed strains. <laughs> good, 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 good. All right, more stupidity happening in our nation. I, I, I know it's hard to believe. I, I know this is hard to believe. The state of Nevada has completely lost their mind. And by saying completely lost their mind, I mean completely lost their fucking mind. The FAA still has to give approval of this, but it looks like there will no longer be a McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas. No, 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 no. There's still going to be an airport there. But now it's going to be named after Harry fucking Reed. <laughs> Breaking news, Prince Harry's just got traded to the Colts. Harry Reed was probably, no, I'll say it. He has been the worst Politician ever. Harry Reid did nothing. Harry Reid was a crybaby liberal. I, I, I got I, This is so stupid that they want to name the airport, one of the busiest airports in the world, after Harry fucking Reid. The guy who didn't understand that there was a northern part of the state. Harry Reid is a scumbag. By the way, somebody on this show, not going to say who, Arnie, may or may not have did a run-in with Harry Reid. Rat says, I'm so done with this crap. Doesn't everyone remember who McCarran was named after? Just ridiculous. You think Harry Reid and Feinstein bumped uglies? Oh, I, I think Diane Feinstein fingered Harry Reid a lot. Diddled his doozy? Yeah, she diddled his doozy. I guarantee it. Harry Reid was at the Nevada Broadcasting Association's Hall of Fame the same year that I was inducted. 
they're giving him some bullshit posthumous award. And this is right before he retired from uh, from Congress. Senator Reed was standing about four feet away from me. And he looked over at me and he said, congratulations. And I said, thanks, scumbag. And I just looked the other way. Swear to God. Hand to God I said that. His security kind of bowed up to me and I was just and I just kept looking the other way. I didn't get in his face. I didn't say anything to him. I just said, thanks, scumbag. Because Harry Reid is a scumbag. Hey, Harry, why don't you look at Dolly? Dolly said that she wants a bill to, that they're going to build a statue of her, Tennessee's favorite daughter. Boy, that's not saying, well, that's not saying much for Dolly. Uh, but they want to put a statue of her at the state capitol in Nashville. And she said, no, I don't want that. Harry Reid should come back and go, hey, I appreciate this, but I, I don't even amount to what Dolly Parton's done for Tennessee, so I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't be giving this over McCarran. Uh, let's see. I love it. Uh, these are these stories that just make me happy. LOL. Oh, it, and that's the funny part is that, like, the the night I was inducted into the hall, it, it was a, it was a fun night. I flew into flew into Vegas, took the shuttle to the airport, or from the airport to the they they put us up at the Four Seasons, beautiful hotel. Not really any casino there. It was a hotel. It, it, I really enjoyed that part of it. And uh, I got there, and that's where I was offered my job in Reno that stupidly I took because I was doing afternoons at the time in Sacramento. Met with the general man. It was funny, too, because I met with the general manager, this fucking little, this little fucking pygmy named fucking Dane. What a cunt he is. He's like, we got to keep this on download, but we really want to have you back. I said, okay, no problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to come back because I wanted to be there with my dad. And the funny thing was there were two more radio stations there that were actually kind of fucking flirting with me. This one GM who super hot, super hot GM, who was, and the funny thing is, is that she was a sales girl at our radio station for a while, and I had no idea who she was. I didn't hang out with salespeople. And uh, I had to call, I had to call Chris Payne. I said, hey, who is this, uh, who is this person here? He goes, you don't remember her? I said, no. Oh, I don't. He goes, well, she d- she did sales at the dot for a while. Yeah, and I fucked her. And I was like, oh, okay, well, because I, w- I, w- I was looking to maybe hit it that night. And as soon as he said that, I was like, ah, I don't want to become Eskimo Brothers with you. But now she's in charge of a radio station. And I was like, and she's like, so you tired of Sacramento yet? And I was like, and I wasn't supposed to say anything about the deal that I had already in Reno. And I was like, well, you know, if something better comes along, I I I would entertain anything. Another station asked me, hey, uh, have you thought about going back to mornings? 
And I was like, yeah, that's all I think about is going back to mornings. I don't want to do afternoons. I like doing the morning show. That way I can play golf for the rest of the day. What kind of stupid fucking question is that? But that whole event was fun. Like, I had such a good time. I looked fantastic. It was it was summertime, so I had to wear a straw cowboy hat, took my pictures, did all that kind of stuff. You have a dinner. You have to hear some. I, I got to meet the governor, Brian Sandoval. Brian Sandoval, fucking awesome guy. Turned down a seat on the United States Supreme Court so he could be the governor of Nevada. He cared about his state that much. And it was, it was a real honor to meet him as the second uh, governor of Nevada that I met. I'll, I'll tell you the first story here in a little bit. Uh, is Mixler shit in the bed right now for anybody else except Ogre? Alicia says, mine's cooperating for now, Ogre. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, all in all, it was a great night. And, you know, went back to my room, called my dad. Next day, you know, I'm leaving the airport. The TSA drops and breaks my statue, which pissed me off. Get home to Sacramento. We epoxy it back together. The next weekend, I drive to Reno, and I give the award to my dad. I, I gave him, I handed him the award, and I said, Dad, I would have never, ever, ever got this honor without you. He started crying. I'm like, God damn it. God damn it. Shit. I started crying, of course. But, yeah, my dad had the statue for the longest time. Now it sits in my it sits in the studio here. But the first time, okay, so uh, what we're going to do, is I'll do this here. I'll tell you this story, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll do the top ten TV shows of all time. I hope you all been working on it. This list is tough. Like the first, first like, three or four weren't that hard for me. But, man, evening out the top ten, So, um, <laughs> oh, it was, it was St. Patrick's Day. And if you know anything about the city of Reno, you know that Reno goes big for St. Patrick's Day. Or at least they used to, especially on Wells Boulevard or Wells Avenue. We were working in Sacramento at the time, so they invited us to come back. Our Reno station invited us down. And we said, yeah, of course. It was it was a Friday night. So uh, we all show up down there, and we're at the Rapscallion. <laughs> we're at the Rapscallion restaurant. Like, the, the, the place that has, like, the best St. Patrick's Day party. And we're being paid to be there. We're hosting a live event. We're calling in. We're doing all kinds of stuff. And the partners are getting drunk. Now, I don't get drunk because I don't drink anymore. St. Patrick's Day, look, to me, St. Patrick's Day is amateur hour. But I have to admit that when I did drink, I drank a lot on St. Patrick's Day. So, oh, great. Big internet is out to get me. I logged out, logged back in, etc. Still can't hear shit. Damn it. So, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the governor, Kenny Gwynn was the name of that governor. Governor Gwynn, see this motorcade come up. And Kenny Gwynn is there to celebrate. He's doing a campaign stop or some bullshit. Well, we find out the chief of his staff is a huge fan 
And not just a huge show fan, but he's a huge Arnie fan. And we're going to get a chance to interview the governor. Now, that's pretty big doings for a fucking shock jock show like ours, which is what we were deemed. So, and we're told that the chief of staff, he comes over and he goes, hey, no fucking around in this interview. We're like, okay. And we did an interview with him. Super nice guy, real friendly, took pictures, did everything. And that was at about 5.30. Well, one of the, well, all the TV stations were down there because the governor was there. I like to say all the TV stations were there because we were there. And they were covering the governor, and they were, well, this one guy, I think his name was Tim. I used to work with him at the TV station. He didn't care for me much back in the day. And when I found that out, the feeling was then mutual that I didn't care for him. And this story, this is, this is one of my all-time favorite ones here. So they're doing a live shot, okay, at 6.05. And I, I'm paying attention. I'm watching. And, and I look at my partners. I go, watch this. And they both start laughing because they know I'm about to do something. Either I'm going to pull my shirt up and start belly dancing on TV behind this live shot or I'm going to do something. So this reporter, he's he's doing his live shot. Ah, uh, thanks a lot, you know, whoever. Uh, down here at the Rap Scallion. And I knew the light was still on him because I know how live shots work. As soon as he said Rapscallion, I turned around. I'm right behind him. And I yell as loud as I can, Blank, Arnie, and Blank, rule! He just walked off. (laughs) He got done with his live shot. And he just looks at me and goes, Real classy, Arnie. Real classy. (laughs) Dad called me on my cell phone. He goes, hey, you were just on TV. (laughs) Oh, man. That was a fun night. That was fun. All right, we're going to take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler if you can get on there. Woker's back. He's on a laptop. Thank God. Uh, When we come back, top 10 TV shows. It can be anything, comedy, drama, anything you want. Coming up next. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. Long star belt buckles and old faded Levi's. And each night begins a new day If you don't understand him He don't die young He'll probably just ride away Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys Don't let them pick guitars or drive them old trucks Let them be doctors and lawyers and such They never stay home and they're always alone Even with someone they love 
like smoky old pool rooms and clear mountain mornings. Little warm puppies and children and girls of the night. Them that don't know him won't like him, and them that do sometimes won't know how to take him. He ain't wrong, he's just different, but his pride won't let him do things to make you think he's right. Tonight the bottle let me 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, you're out, says got to sign off, y'all. Have a great Thursday. You two, you're out. Have a wonderful day. You're out. I got a story. I'm going to try to save a story for you till tomorrow because there could be a whore island could be within your grasp soon. Uh, I, I know of an island that's coming up for sale. But we'll talk about that later. All right. Now, look, it's it's top ten time. We've been supposed to be doing this one for the last couple weeks now, and we always, I always just keep talking and blabbing too much. So last night I said, fuck it. I'm going to write out my top ten TV shows. Now, we've done top ten movies. We've done top ten comedians. Yeah, we've done that. We, we've done it all except TV shows. Uh, now, I didn't break this down as top ten comedies or top ten dramas. And we can always do that. A majority of mine are comedies. But I want to know what your top ten greatest TV shows are. <clears throat> and like I said, anything is good. If you want to put Live PD on there, put Live PD on there. Not making my list. You want to put Monday Night Raw on there? Go ahead. Not my, I not, did not make my list, even though I did love Monday Night Raw for the longest time. It was my favorite show for the longest time when Stone Cold Steve Austin was on there. Steve Austin's new show, current, current or all, all time, Ogre, all time. My number 10, this is how I'll show you. My number 10 is an old show. Oh, look at this. Andrew's already, he's got his in there. Number 10, Miami Vice. Great show. Just saw the first episode the other night again. Crockett and Tubbs, baby, driving in a Ferrari, wearing pastel-colored loose linen clothing, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Uh, Friends, number nine, Frasier. Saturday Night Live, 1975 to 1998. Okay. Top Gear, Clarkson era. Uh, number five, X-Files. Number four, In Living Color. Number three, Married with Children. Number two, Cobra Kai. Wow. Cobra Kai is high on the list. The Cobra Kai didn't even make my list. Maybe next year when we do the list. And number one, Cheers. Interesting. Okay, so it can be all time. My number 10 is Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. If you've never seen Three's Company, and I mean all eras, but especially the Ralph Furley era. Don Knotts near the end of his life. He was old. He played Mr. Furley, the, the landlord. And, and the story was this. It was two girls living with a guy, and which was unheard of back then. You know, two girls living with a guy. Oh, that's terrible. He's having sex with her. And they had a very nice apartment, too. They lived right above the Ropers. But the story was is that Jack was gay. And, man, all the gay jokes that were in there and all the double entendre and then overhearing and thinking it was something else, that was what that show was based on. And it continued that way when Mr. Furley came on there, Don Knotts. But the outfits that Don Knotts wore on that show were so reminiscent of the 70s and the show was on in the early 80s, but it showed that Mr. Furley was one of these guys. It's, it's like when your dad picks up something that was hip 
10 to 15 years ago, that's what Mr. Furley was. And I, Three's Company, and another reason why I always love Three's Company, no special episodes. There was no episode where, where Chrissy and Janet had just been gang raped and Jack had to make a dish to make everything go away. No. It was just a funny, funny show. Right, kids says, I tried to do mine last night, and Ar- Arnie told me it was horrible. Yeah, because you had like seven. He was gay. No, he wasn't gay. Mr. Furley wasn't gay. The, the character Jack Tripper, though, to get the apartment, they said he was gay. Otherwise, they weren't going to let him live with two women. That was the premise of the show. No, no, John Ritter was straight. John Ritter, one of my birthday buddies right there. Scott's List has number 10, Saturday Night Live. Number nine, All in the Family. Number eight, Sons of Anarchy. Great show. Number seven, The Shield. Number six, The A-Team. Miami Vice. Star Trek Next Generation. Number three, Different Strokes. Number two, Game of Thrones. Number one, Cheers. Awesome list. Very diverse. Um, This show would have been higher on my list if it hadn't been for uh, black screen, and that's The Sopranos. Now, look, look, there are shows that you're going to go, Arnie, how's that show not on your list? You love that show. Like, Sons of Anarchy is not in my top ten list. I do love that. I, I just find that these shows, Sopranos made the list. It's on the verge of falling off, though, due to the black screen ending. But, but The Sopranos was just one of those shows that, man, you made it a point to always watch that show. Straight Fire has Breaking Bad, Married with Children, MASH, The Fall Guy, Six Million Dollar Man, phenomenal. Dallas, oof, The X-Files, Three's Company, The A-Team, and The Jeffersons. Awesome list. Man, Lee Major, I can't believe I don't have, well, yeah, I don't have a Lee Major show on my list. Fall Guy and Six Million Dollar Man. Boy, they, they, you know, if, if I broke this down in different categories, I'd have a lot of these shows on there. Mm-hmm. Douglas has The Mandalorian. Good show. I watched it. Uh, I, I'm caught up. I wonder how many people are going to be so upset with that show since Gina Carano's not going to be on there anymore. By the way, Gina Carano used to listen to me growing up. Just want to put that out there. She's a fan. Uh, I'm sure I'll forget shows, but here goes in no order. Star Trek, the original, when the captain wasn't a queefy limey. Cheers, Friends, Robotech, Cowboy Bebop, Family Guy, Farscape, Vikings, MASH, yeah, bite me, and Bonanza. Good shows, all good shows. Uh, My number eight is Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is the, the serial killer show that finally got it right. I think. I love Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is, and, and by the way, the Gideon years, the years with Manny Pachankin, I think were the best. And that's only two seasons in one episode. Not taking anything away from Joe Mantanga, or however you say his name. I like him too. That's why it's on the list at number eight. But I love that. Andrew says, black screen is why Sopranos didn't make my list. I'm still mad about that ending. I, I agree. I, I agree. But it's still on my list for now. But you know why? 
because of Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts and the way he talked, if he'd point at you, he'd have his thumb up in the air, his index fingers pointing at you, and his pinky was a, a kind of bent little bit, but it was almost pointing at the guy next to you. I love Polly Walnuts. Number seven on my list is friends. I like friends a lot. Uh, friends, a lot of people, oh, friends should be higher. Well, friends was great. But friends, look, friends did the thing that it, they never did a special episode. I'll give them credit for that. But I think they gave in to Ross and Rachel too soon. We all wanted to see it happen. If they would have waited maybe one more season. Because a lot of these shows, they give in. By the way, The Office did not make my list. I like The Office. Man, some people are going to hate me for that but because they say The Office is the greatest show ever. No, it's not. Uh, number six. And I wish it was higher on my list, but man, oh, man. They had, there's so many good shows. Hot Mama says, I can't believe nobody has said The Office, yeah? Number six, well, I have a clip from that show. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. (laughs) Fred G. Sanford, and the G stands for good googly moogly. Sanford and Son, number six on my list. That is the show that kind of taught me about funny. Christopher has Airwolf. Ooh, Jan Michael Vincent. Full House. You fucking pedo. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Number eight, Magnum P.I. I hope the original, not that new one. Uh, Number seven, I Love Lucy. Six, original Star Trek. Number five, Supernatural. Number four, The Simpsons. Good call. Three, Seinfeld. Uh, Number two, All in the Family. And my number one. Interesting. Oh, I have an update on this, too. Uh, number one, Law and Order SVU. I named my dogs Benson and Stabler. Stabler coming back to TV. I believe it is March. He's going to be the star of Law and Order uh, Organized Crime. And he's going to first be on SVU before that. So there will be a kind of a, 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 a reunion of Benson and, or Benson and Stabler. And then she's going to be on that show, too. That's coming up, I believe, it's either March or April. I'll, I'll find out for sure and let you know. But I, I do love, I love Law & Order. Good list, good list. Minus Full House. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, in no order. That's just too much pressure. Dateline, Married with Children, Bones, House, Monk, Cheers, Grey's Anatomy, Boston Legal, Law and Order, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and I Love Lucy. I just recently found out that, uh, see, I'm a, I, when it comes to Law and Order, I just like Law and Order SVU. Not that I have anything wrong with the other ones. I mean, the Criminal Intent one, it had Eric Bogosian on there for a long time. I like him. The, the guy who played Private Pile in Full Metal Jacket, he's a little over the top in that show. But then I saw there were like two seasons that had Jeff Goldblum on. I really like the Jeff Goldblum years on that show. It's good. 
Uh, Doug says, I forgot to put Friends and Seinfeld on my list and take the Mandalorian and the boys off my list as they have only a couple seasons and are, go- are still running. It's okay. It can be a new show and be on your list. It's fine. I'm saying that because there possibly could be one of those shows on my list. Radberger has two and a half men, not two and a half gays, so the Charlie Sheen one. Seinfeld, Walking Dead, Sopranos, Beverly Hillbillies, Big Bang Theory, Sanford and Son, Flintstones, Three Stooges, and The Neighborhood. Is The Neighborhood the, uh, the Cedric the Entertainer show? I, I've not really checked that out. Okay, good list, good list. My number five, people are going to fucking think of Number five, Breaking Bad. Now, look, everybody, I, when I went on Ranker, Breaking Bad is number one. Until I got the ideas for all the shows. But number one, my number five is Breaking Bad. And I did not get into Breaking Bad until like season three. Midway through season three, I finally said, okay, enough is enough. Let me watch it. And wow, powerful TV show. Smartest thing Brian Cranston ever did with his career was take that show. Was say, yes, I'll do that. Number four, are you ready? You ready for my number four greatest show ever? It's only three seasons old, but Yellowstone. Dude, I watched the entire thing again this last weekend. It is the third time I have seen the entire series. If you have not checked out Yellowstone, I cannot say enough glowing things about it. Kevin Costner is so awesome on this show along with everybody, like Rip and Beth. Oh, this show is so good. Oh, and it's a cowboy show. The, the way I equate the show, when people tell me, well, what is this show? Yellowstone. I don't really go into, well, it, it, it's a rancher who's fighting with, you know, Indians, and he's fighting with new developers and all this kind of stuff. No, no, no. This is the best way to describe Yellowstone. Yellowstone is the Sopranos with cowboy hats. Boom! Added Bryant says, not in any particular order. X-Files, Sons of Anarchy, Gilmore Girls, Buffy, Vikings, Dexter, Supernatural, SVU, True Blood, and The Witcher. Good was good the day uh, he made uh, Henry Cavill. God was good the day he made Henry Cavill. I would trace every part of that man with my tongue. And yes, I'm a huge nerd. I love vampires. I could never get into True Blood or Dexter. I, I know that a lot of people love those shows. I just couldn't do it. Hot Mama says, rip. Yummy. Yeah, that's what I say. Whenever he hits the screen, when Cole Hauser hits the screen, I just go, oh, my God, yummy. Rip is fucking awesome. Okay, Richard, that's a great way to say it, too. He says Yellowstone is Sons of Anarchy on horses. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. But, yeah, Yellowstone is my number four. Number three, after eight seasons, it was canceled. And I think wrongly, number three was a show on Showtime, and it simply went by the name of Ray Donovan. Oh, I miss Ray Donovan so much. The show about a Hollywood fixer. His celebrities got problems. 
Yo, he'll solve it. Check out the hook while his family revolves it. Ray, Ray, baby. That show was badass, man. Uh, let's see. For my list, I excluded shows that are great but have had god-awful final seasons. So Roseanne, Game of Thrones, and The Sopranos bit the dust. Yeah, Dexter is coming back. Uh, Vikings for sure got to be on that list. I, I'd never, ch- I've never watched Vikings. It's like The Walking Dead. Like Vikings are just not one of my ba- like like zombies. It, it doesn't scratch my itch, and neither does Vikings. I'm not saying those shows suck. I'm just saying that's my personal choice. I don't, I don't like those two uh, topics, if you will. Oh man. Hangtown Jen says, oh, I want to add Ozark to that list. Oh, Ozark coming back. And, you know, Netflix is going to fuck us. Netflix, this is the last season of Ozark comes out this year. And it's going to be a two-part season. So they'll give you like six episodes and then be done for like three or four months and then come back with the finals. I don't like it when they do that. It was only for two seasons, but I didn't count it because it was more uh, of a long miniseries, and that's Rome. They all played loose with the historical dates, but culturally, they nailed the ancient Roman life and customs. As a history dork, that show is near and dear to my heart. Okay. I'm not sure if they're spreading Ozark over two years. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Alicia has Eastbound and Down. I like that show, kind of. Kenny Powers, uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride either has roles I really, really like or I just really hate. This is about the most middle of the road I could be for Danny McBride. I did kind of like Eastbound and Down. I I think I would have liked it more if Don Johnson would have been in it more because... Every show is better with Don Johnson in it. I didn't realize the new Keenan show had Don Johnson in it. I have to record it. By the way, I recorded and I watched uh, the new Rock show. I think it's on NBC. Yeah, it's on NBC. About the Rock growing up in the Rock's life. Got to say, I kind of dug it. I I, I kind of dug that show. Tonight, the brand new show, Clarice. Silence of the Lamb show is on. I watched the first episode of that. It's got me. It's got me. I'm ready to see the second episode. I'm not necessarily hooked yet, but I, I think it is hookable. Oh, they're doing that with the second, the last season of Better Call Saul. They're going to make it two years. That is bullshit. Vikings, the woman that plays uh, Lagertha, if I were a lesbian and we happened to come across one another in a dark room, I'd be her dinosaur. Hey, lick a lot of puss. <laughs> now, see, that's just, that, that, that's, that's funny. Uh, let's see, Ratburger says, uh, I watched Keenan last night. I'll give it one more try. Um, The Rock, maybe twice. Jesse just texted me. He says, I really like The Blacklist. James Spader's, look, uh, but number one for me is The Office. Office was a great show. 
It really was. The black light, J- I, I can't, James Spader will always be the character in Less Than Zero. He'll always be the Rip character in Less Than Zero to me. And, you know, he forced Robert Downey Jr. to suck dick for crack. And that, that's just one of those images that will always stay in my head. And, and James Spader frightens me. He was also in a movie called Crash. No, 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 no. Y'all need to check this movie out. This movie's called Crash, not the one with Sandra Bullock and, and, and Dudley Do-Right. No, this was the first ever NC-17 movie where it was about a group of people that got sexually satisfied, y- y- you know, meaning when they saw car accidents. Ogres' Crash from the 90s was fucking disturbing. Yeah, there's a scene where one of the people has sex with somebody's wound. Like they got a big hole in their side and somebody put their ding-dong in the hole. Mm-mm. No, that's, that, yeah, that's just weird. And, and by the way, James Spader was in it. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I love James Spader, but I know him from Boston Legal, not his scary roles. I kind of like The Blacklist. Yeah, James and James Spader creeped me out in Crash and Less Than Zero. He was pretty. He he is very underrated, as well as it Robert California, in the Office. He was really funny in the in the Office. My number two show. Oh my. <laughs> Got to be Seinfeld. Oh man. Seinfeld was so, uh, I think it was so ahead of its time as a show about nothing. It was about the most real-life show you could have on TV. The characters were fantastic. I can't think of a character on that show that I didn't like. Newman, Kramer, George. Jerry, Elaine, everybody on that show. Does that count as pseudo-necrophilia? So gross. Yeah, I mean, it, it was very strange. It, it was a really, really weird movie. Check it out, though. Spader was even creepy as he played Android playing Ultron. More creepy than scary and totally worked. You had to hate Newman. That was the deal. Friends, big... Oh, okay. Uh, Travis has Friends, Big Mouth, the animated show on Netflix, Cobra Kai, Family Guy, South Park, Vikings, Sons of Anarchy, The Last Kingdom, The Office, and Yellowstone. Great list. Family Guy, I wanted to put on my list. I, I really did because I like it. And But, but see, they've kind of... Sometimes they go down the political road a little little too much and I don't want that I don't want to I don't want that and the number one show of all time never ever ever had a special episode they never crossed the line politically it was just great I mean I still like the Rebecca years the best but my number one show of all time is Cheers. Cheers was the funniest show that's ever been on TV. 
Hey, Norm, what's up? My ideal weight if I was 12 feet tall. Mr. Peterson, what's a good word? It's a dog-eat-dog world, Woods, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Cliff Clavin being on Jeopardy answering, what is they've never been in my kitchen? (laughs) The episode where Norm invests in a tanning booth and Cliff goes in there wearing socks. He comes out bright red, rolls down the socks, and has giant tan line. God damn, that was funny. Now, in two or three years, maybe some of these shows like Sopranos will probably be off my list. Cobra Kai could be on there. I don't think anything is ever going to replace Cheers for me. Oh, man. Carnival Row on Prime was pretty good. Prime has some good stuff, man. They got the Jack Ryan show. They've got the boys. There are some good... This is the sad thing, I think, about Hollywood. Is that they've got some really, really good TV shows coming out. But the movies? Boy, they just shit the bed there. They just shit the bed. Jesse says Robert California was fucking hilarious. He, he, for James Spader not doing comedy, he can do comedy. It's like Leslie Nielsen. Not many people realize that Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor from like the, the 50s, 60s, and most of the 70s until he was in Airplane. You would never think that of, uh, of Lieutenant Frank Drummond, Drebin. From from Police Squad or The Naked Gun. Jack Ryan was good, too. Hannah was good, too. I never saw Hannah. Jack Ryan was good. I've only seen the first season. Uh, Sassy Pammy says, uh, oh, wait. Well, let's go Ogre. Uh, the Jeopardy episode was so epic, and having Alex show up at Cheers to tell Cliff he was quitting because Cliff's bungling was fucking funny as hell. Sassy Pammy says, love the Thanksgiving food fight episode. Yeah, because we all thought we were going to see Vera. And and by the way, Tool Time stole that bit because they never showed Wilson. They never showed Vera's face. And that was Norm's wife. The Thanksgiving episode of Cheers at Carla's house and the food fight was the best until the Friends Thanksgiving with the (laughs) trifle shepherd's pie (laughs) Rachel made. Uh, That was pretty damn funny. It's dark, but I really do love Handmaid's Tale. I hear a lot of people talking about that. <laughs> Travis, yes, I had the what was on the menu tonight? Uh, steak or fish? Ah, uh, that's right. I had the lasagna. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> Airplane had so many great lines. I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. And the Tonight Show episode. Yeah, I, I look, man, Cheers was just fantastic. I, I, I love Cheers. I, I do watch a lot of TV, as you guys can tell. Uh, but those, those, to me, are the best. One that I should have added to my list was X-Men, the one from the 90s. I still watch that. I didn't even know that was out in the 90s, X-Men. I didn't know they had a TV show. 
Ogre, you might remember this. Do you remember the old Spider-Man TV show? Like the old Superman show, the black and white one with George Reeve? That was terrible. That was awful. And then there was a Captain America show, too, that didn't have very many episodes. But that Captain America was cool. And, I mean, look, there's so many shows we didn't talk about. Greatest American Hero, Hardcastle and McCormick. Even Fantasy Island was great. From the 60s, the Spider-Man cartoon was a famous theme song. No, 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 no. This was a, this was a real show. Peter Parker was like 28 in this show. Yeah, that, I mean, that's old school. Oh, it was a cartoon? Okay. Oh, you want to go you want to go cartoons? I'm just going to I'm going to blast this one on you. Star Blazers. And do you know why Star Blazers is such a good show? Star Blazers and and, and look, it, the funny thing about this show, Star Blazers was the most phallic cartoon ever to be on television. Star Blazers, they were on this giant ship, right? And they're fighting against good and bad aliens and doing all this kind of shit. It was a cartoon, right? And if they ever got into a big enough battle, they would have to fire the ship's big gun. And the ship had this gigantic hole in the front of it where the gun would shoot. So the gun, they'd be in this fight for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, the gun would go off. This big streak of white laser would come out, right, and blow everything up. <laughs> and the, the, the ship never went soft, but it <laughs> the ship had to fucking, it went down for like the next two hours. It needed to rest up. And that is, the, the, that, that ship was the biggest dick in the universe. It was so, and you didn't know it as a kid. You're just like, oh, fire the gun, fire the gun, fire the gun. Uh, Star Blazers was fucking amazing. That introduced anime to America, yeah. Now I have to Google Star Blazers. Oh, it was, it was, like, you look at it now as an adult, you're like, wait a second. That ship is a penis, and it's ejaculating. Oh, and it needs time to recover. I swear, if that if that ship bent in half, I would probably piss myself laughing right now. Ogre says that's so true about Star Blazers. After they fired the wave motion gun, they were all tired and needed a cigarette. Except the main character probably wanted to watch Sports Center right after and get a sandwich. Oh. And it, it looked like an actual ship you would find on the ocean, but it was floating in space. Yeah, it was great, man. Star Blazers was awesome. And I think, like, the end of the theme was like, our Star Blazers. If we're talking about best cartoons, mine has to be the 80s Transformers. Now, those are all great. We can maybe do cartoons now. I... Look, it's going to be tough for me to get away from old Looney Tunes and and Scooby. Raggy! (laughs) Love Scooby-Doo. 
Now, if anybody says Space Ghost, you can just go ahead and fucking slap yourself. I'll take Space Ghost over Captain Planet. What a fucking Nimrod show that was. You know what? Maybe next week we can do is the worst cartoons. Top ten worst cartoons. We need to start doing the worst. Maybe that's what we'll do on Monday. Yeah, okay, so Monday, get ready. Top ten worst comedians. I know that we were going to do worst songs ever. Let, let's start off, let's ease into it. Let's, let's, uh, let's just slide the tip in and see how it goes here. Worst comedians on Monday. My number one could be a big prop comic. Just saying. Yeah, before Looney Tunes got invaded by PC culture, amen to that. Monday, yeah. I like it. I like that a lot. Now, we got to talk about this. So, uh, the deadest lay in all of the entertainment world, Taylor Swift, last week released uh, her album, Fearless. She re-recorded it. And she's in the process of re-recording, what, her first, what, four or five albums? Jesse has one for the, okay, Jesse, save it for Monday. He has Chelsea Handler on there as Worst Comedian. She might make my list. Oh, yeah, I know who number one is. Stinky-ass Ginger, who claimed to fame as two episodes of Seinfeld and a lifetime of bush bashing. Oh, Kathy Griffin? Yeah, Kathy Griffin could make my list. Well, we'll do that list. I mean, or unless you want to do it now. Here you go. I'll ask you, ass family. You want to do worst comedians right now? What? Well, oh, Ratburger says we need to prepare. Okay. Okay, so we'll, we'll, let's just stop. Monday, you have homework. Top 10 worst comedians of all time on Monday. Christian says, I just looked up Star Blazers. Holy crap, I watched this show. They must have changed the title at some point. When I watched it, it was called Starship Yamato. Probably, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we'll do it Monday. We'll do worst comedians ever Monday. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to try to get something up on the old social media this weekend to remind you guys. Ooh, celebrity death match of worst comedians. Well, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, let, let, let's talk this out. I'm, I'm liking the intertwining of the two bits. So I got to come up with 16 comedians, no problem. Now, okay, I, I like that we're going to do this Monday. I'm, we're going to do this. I, I like this. The absolute, you will have to vote for who of the two is the absolute worst. So let's say, let's say, I like this a lot. I like this. This is great. Great, great idea. Alicia, 
Alicia, yep, ask family member of the day. I, I got to say it. I got to say it. Congratulations. There you go. Correct the mundo. So this is the way it'll work. I want to know who the worst comedian is of all time. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll do them in the brackets. It'll be like Amy Schumer, since we mentioned her in a post here recently, and Chelsea Handler. You have to vote for which one is the worst. Which one is worse? And it'll go on from there. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Segments, Wiener Face, yeah. Christopher, that was the original Japanese name in America. They renamed it Star Blazers because American kids wouldn't have known the WW2 Yamato reference. Okay. I like this a lot. This is going to be a fun deal on Monday. <laughs> Ratburger says, kiss ass, Alicia. <laughs> Alicia says, eat my butt, Ratburger, laughing. Okay. All right, good. We got Monday. We got Monday figured out. We got, we got celebrity ass deathmatch Monday. Worst comedians. I like it. I like it a lot. Boy, this is going to be tough. This is going to, oh, man, this is going to be a tough one. I'm going to make it real tough. All right. (laughs) Early odds, it's a liberal female comic, top seed. Hey, there are plenty of terrible guy comics out there. Carrot top. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, that'd be a matchup. Carrot Top against Kathy Griffin. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit, that's tough. (laughs) There are going to be a lot of women on there. God damn. All right. All right, now back to uh, the deadest lay in Hollywood, Taylor Swift. She just released her Fearless album. It's got to be Battle of the Sexes, eight versus eight. I, I will, I will break it up. I will break it up. You know me. Come on now. Carrot Top and Kathy Griffin screwed and created COVID. I see your Carrot Top and raise you, Amy Schumer. Someone I know loves Carrot Top. Oh yeah, I, I, I know somebody who loves Carrot Top too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so she's released her. She's gonna release a whole bunch of these her old albums that she's quote unquote rewritten by changing a word or two in them. That way, they're her songs. And now she owns them. So, are you ready for this though? These new albums are going to be eligible for Grammy awards. Now, hold on. Is this right? Because she's changed one word in a song that may have won a Grammy before. I, I hold on. What, what, what's on that album? Anybody know what's on the album Fearless? Uh, Fearless, which previously won four Grammys in total, including Album of the Year and Best Country Album. Uh, not a country album. Sorry. <laughs> 
It was confirmed that the award-winning artist can re-record her albums. Word of Swift's renewed Grammy eligibility made its way to Twitter Tuesday, prompting outcries from majority of users weighing in. Now, now I have to ask, and I'm, I'm, I'm I, I just wonder. And this is, I'm, I'm trying to take my disdain for Taylor Swift out of this. Is that fair? Is that fair to other artists? And I know life isn't fair. Life is a fucking is is a pain in the ass. But is this right? Should those albums be nominated for Grammys? Starting down here, Ogre, you're correct. I'm Googling info now. Apparently, they did the same thing with another show I liked as a kid uh, called G-Force. When Arnie was a kid, they'd probably call it Battle of the Planets. In Japan, it was called Gotcha Man. Yeah. Uh, I, did I watch Battle of the Planets? Probably did. I don't know. I, had, I drank a lot between and used a lot of drugs between that one back then. Arnie changed one word in all of her songs and played for Ask Arnie and then submit your best... Of the year is yours. Alicia says trash. Trash is on that album. Life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone like a prayer. Hashtag Madonna. No clue. I don't listen to that woman. That only dates men to have material to make songs about. Tim says, are Grammys determined by sales? Well, they're not supposed to be. And I would say in recent years, hell no. Hell no. I love Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is one of my favorite all-time performers. But when Johnny Cash won the Grammy for some of his later work, now look, some of his later work was really, really great. Some of it, though, was not that good. His voice was gone. This would be like nominating David Lee Roth, which that ain't going to happen anytime ever. So making teardrops on my blue guitar is a is supposed to be a new guitar, I think not, or a new song, I think not. Uh, I missed most of the show. Did you see the new Mortal Kombat trailer? Uh, no. Old Elvis, same thing. Yeah, I don't want to remake any Elvis songs anytime soon. I have not seen the new Mortal Kombat trailer. I'm probably not going to see the movie because I wasn't a big Mortal Kombat guy. Hurt was amazing. Yeah, Tim. Tim, you're right. I mean, those he did hurt, and he did he did a few more that were really good, but he kept those going with Rick Rubin. And a couple of them near the end, when he has no voice left, when Johnny Cash's voice is gone, it is tough to listen to. But he won a he won the Grammys for it. Jethro Tull, I'm not kidding. Jethro Tull beat Metallica for best metal album. So it's, I guarantee you, I, well, I'm sorry, I have the sound effect. I guarantee It can't be based on sales. Because Metallica is going to outsell Jethro Tull to Jethro Tull. 
I imagine the guys in Jethro Tull would rather buy a Metallica album than one of their own. Mm. Somebody wrote on Twitter, the scammies, the Grammys, always favor a particular set of artists. Big scam they are. What the fuck? I'll say this. I, you know what? I, I, I'll say this right now. If, if Taylor decides to come out, not as a lesbian, because we're still going to believe she's a terrible lay as a lesbian, too. Uh, I think Taylor Swift should come out and say, you know what? I want to remove these from Grammy consideration. I will have a lot of respect for her if she does that. If Metallica did a cover album of Jethro Tull songs, it would outsell Jethro Tull. Yeah. Totally. Correct the mundo. But the year they were both nominated for best heavy metal album, Jethro Tull won. Uh, so we'll see what Taylor says and does if she lives up to it. Uh, all right. Let's see. I'm going to take another break here. Man, oh, man. Oh, yeah. We got that. And then we got, uh, oh, we got news on her. And that, oof, yeah, okay, do that and then do that. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. Uh, let's see, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can uh, hit me on Mixler as well. We'll play this here. This little tribute here. It's one of the greatest movies of all time.
This is the Army Stage Show, also known as X. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, Christopher says, Arnie just finished my research. In Japan, Starship Yamato slash Star Blazers is a much-loved classic. There exists a modern anime version of the show and a live-action movie. I'm sure you wouldn't be interested in that stuff, but I'll be watching it for sure later. See? See, though? But I, I brought you joy for later in the day. See? Not only do I give you joy while I'm here... But that joy goes later into the day. And you guys will have joy into the weekend thinking about your celebrity-ass deathmatch challenge of the worst comedians ever coming up on Monday. By the way, I have not forgot about Craigslist. I am still working on that. We're going to bring that to you tomorrow. Let's see. Listen. Oh, wow. I could probably do it on this thing here. It came, 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 came. Okay, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. Tomorrow, Craigslist is on the show for sure. Monday, we've we've got the celebrity ass death match. Boy, that's big, big doings on Monday. Uh, added Brian says people are upset with Ted Cruz going to Cancun. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. I ain't got a problem with him going. To, I don't got a problem with anybody going to Cancun. You can afford to go to Cancun right now. Go to fucking Cancun. Uh, he should have stayed home uh, without power, just like the green crowd want us all to do daily. Yeah, nope. Uh-uh. If I got the means to go there, I'll go. Fuck, I ain't got a problem. I don't got a problem with Democrats going there. Uh, I got a problem when they do it and they tell you to stay at home. When the governor of Austin tells people they can't go v- visit their family for Thanksgiving and then he jets off to a... Uh, a, a wedding in Mexico, yeah, I got a problem with that. Ted Cruz didn't say to stay at home. Mm-mm. Nothing wrong with Craigslist long before dating websites. That's how Floridians found their wives. Amen. All right, now, got something special for you today. You ready? You, re- you ready for it? And now, and now it's, it's time, time for the for World, the world News. News. Daily report. Oh, man, I've been scouring the internet looking for stories for this, and I have found you five. Are you ready? Here we go. The first one, Dateline, Utah. 32-year-old Jennifer Smith of Salt Lake City, Utah, was arrested at her residence this morning by police. And accused of... Trying to poison her husband. According to investigators, Mrs. Smith had been spiking her husband's food with large quantities of penis enlargement drugs for the last seven years until he caught her in the act. She confessed to him that she'd been drugging him for years to avoid cheating on him and begged him to forgive her. But instead, he called the police. Spokesman for the Salt Lake City Police Department, Lieutenant Carl Jefferson, says the accused openly admitted her crime, saying, quote, she says her husband has a tiny penis. 
so the subject is very sensitive. She seems to have been secret, uh, sincerely motivated with helping him and their couple, but just got it totally wrong. Quote, she never had sex before she got married and was extremely disappointed by her first few experiences. Aren't we all? She refused to consider divorce due to her religious conviction, so she found an unusual and illegal alternative. She faces over 7,000 charges of surreptitious administration of poisonous substance and 320 charges of sexual assault linked to the relations with her husband. She faces over 40,000 years in prison. She was few, freed a few hours later after paying $400,000 in bail and will remain at her parents' house until, uh, under strict conditions until the beginning of her trial. <laughs> in April. <laughs> uh, she was just trying to help. Uh, Tim says, I guess I'll cancel my order since they don't work after seven years. Andrew says, so he called the police for her trying to make his penis bigger? What a dick. There you go. Hey, uh. Uh, Ah, yes. (laughs) That's a bit much, over 7,000 charges. Hey, she's been doing it for seven years. Every meal for seven years? Fuck yeah, that's that's, that's a lot of charges. Well, let's not just dwell on that, shall we? Let's go to our next story. Oh, wait. Where'd it go? Holy shit, Taki. Where did that motherfucker go? There it is. All right. Uh, let's see. Got to get ready. Okay. <clears throat> Got to get this up. Okay. And now. And now. And now. And now. Another, another, another headline. headline. From the From world, 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 world. Daily, Daily, Daily report. 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 Awesome. Still at the top of my game. The World Health Organization, or WHO, says COVID-19 unlikely to have leaked from Chinese penis enlargement facility. Yeah, yeah. See, that first two stories are about cock, so you know it can't be bad. A Wuhan-based penis enlargement facility, the biggest in the country. <laughs> Made headlines when several test subjects were declared COVID positive. Oh, my God. Power International, a Chinese-based company specializing in penis enlargement solution, has denied being the source of the coronavirus epidemic after openly admitting to the use of bat semen. Oh, come on. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Quote, our products help small penis Chinese men reach prosperous fertility with outstanding penis gigantic length for eternal heavenly erection guaranteed. By the way, the CEO's name is Lee Wong. Lee Wong Chow. Quote, many Chinese men suffer small penis syndrome with enormous scientifically enlarged penis, more beautiful, astonishing wife, stronger, harder working, unique child. More flourishing wealth, job salary, and shiny car. I don't know why. 
which one I'm going to hell for first, reading this story or reading it with that accent. Hey, cancel culture, I'm right here. Come on. Come on, motherfuckers. Come after me. I dare y'all. Does the penis go back to the size, it, it, or does it dangle like a dog? It does not say. Health officials nationwide were alarmed last year after reports. Quote, my toes, fingers, and penis become all blue. Hair grow on my back and eyelids. I hear voices of dead people. World Health Organization experts believe the coronavirus has spread from animal to human contact, but yet to discover the origins of the virus. That's two. Okay. Uh, let's see. No, I no, I don't want to download this shit. Uh, yeah, that's right, because bats are known for their giant dicks. Uh, this just reminds me of Eddie Murphy routine where he talks about why Chinese men walk the way they do. Yep. Who was in charge of the lab? Dr. Wang. Hey, Wang, this is a restricted lab, so don't tell him you're Jewish. His real name is not Hung Lo. No, it's not. Adam J says, holy shit, I didn't know you spoke Chinaman, Arnie. <laughs> Mazel tov, amigo. <laughs> Chinaman is such a great word. It's so fucking bad, but it's so great. Oh, he's a Chinaman. <laughs> My dad used that word. <laughs> What's with the pictures of it's a parking lot, Wang? Oh, uh, does it list the name of these products? Asking for a friend? Uh-huh. All right, next one here. Oh, wait. Mm, ha, 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 ha. Ready? Here we go. And now, and now, now another headline head from the world. News Daily Report. I'm telling you, I should win a Grammy for just doing these. Dateline. Cincinnati, Ohio. A heavily inebriated man was arrested this morning. Gary Harrison is his name, 43 years old. Officers were dispatched on site and found him there. Drunk as a skunk. Allegedly harming animals and causing mayhem. They walked in and they found Mr. Harrison dunking his head in a fish tank, trying to catch fish with his mouth. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with 21 criminal charges, including animal cruelty, petty theft, and public intoxication. Store employees say he ate several fish before the police arrived, including a dozen goldfish, two clownfish, and two Siamese fighting fish. Quote, he was grabbing fishes with his bare hands and swallowed them whole. I tried to stop him, but he was a big guy and too drunk to even care when I hit him with my handbag. He was so obsessed with the fishes. By the way, the, the plural of fish is fish, is it not? It's not fishes. 
that he ignored and pushed back everyone, including the police. They had to tase him like 10 or 12 times before he cooperated. Like trying to make a fish fry? Hey, now! Hey, now! Okay. His blood alcohol level was at, measured at 0.449. Jesus. Traces of marijuana and the deadly cocaine were also found. If found guilty, he faces 45 years in prison and a fine of $115,000. Well, you don't want to go to prison. You're going to get ass raped for that one. Just telling you right now. You go to prison because you ate goldfish, you are going to get ass raped. You, you, you have no standing in the yard whatsoever there. All right. These next two are fantastic. These last two. Holy shit. And now, our second and final story from the World News Daily Report. Oh, Andrew says something fishy about this guy's story. Look at that. Is mayhem worse than ruckus? Yes, I would say mayhem is worse than ruckus. Ruckus is a few steps above disturbance. Catastrophe would be worse than mayhem. All right, Dateline, Mississippi. This story is about 28-year-old Travis Williams. Travis is a, a, a young man who's had some issues. Uh, and we, we've all had issues. I, I mean, really. But Travis... You are, yeah, you're kind of a, you're, you're kind of a punk. Uh, scusi. No. Boopy. No, I don't want that. Stop that. Wrong thing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for something. Ooh, kerfluffle. Kerfluffle, that leads up to disturbance, which leads up to uh, all that kind of stuff. Let's see. There we go. That's what I want right there. Now, the story, uh, he has denied that he was the father of three children, aged three, five, and eight. But paternity tests don't lie. You are not. No, no, no. He did not hear that. He heard that you are the father. The defendant, Mary Bell Williams, who is expecting another child next month, claims that he has never helped financially nor in any other way to raise their three children. Oh, 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 by the way, they share a last name because they are brother and sister. Quote, I swear on my mama's grave that I never loved nor slept with another man in my entire life. Maribel Williams said. The judge, uh, the defendant, has negated his responsibilities as a father for too long. And I'm a man who believes in second chances, and so I order the defendant to marry the plaintiff or fail jail time. Will, will you marry? I, I, if I was in that courtroom, if I'd have been that, I'd be like, can you marry him, judge? Uh, by the way, this, this part of the story, not necessarily true, although commonly practiced in this region, 
Incest is illegal in the state of Mississippi. No, it's not really practiced there. <laughs> These two should be pros at it, for fuck's sake. Ah, look at that. that Braddy Kid says at least they're keeping it in the family. <laughs> Now I understand that billboard in Florida and why it's necessary. <laughs> she's not your date. She's your daughter. Greatest billboard ever. I want to get that made into a T-shirt. Uh, he, he's a frunkle. Or a dunkle. A dunkle? Di- di- I'm not sure. I, I like frunkle. Uh, quote, in light of the situation where the sake of the three children involved, fourth is on the way. Uh, Travis Williams, who has accepted the court's plea, has two weeks to properly marry his sister and thus avoid a sentence of 10 years in prison. Judge Banks based his ruling on the 1903 Gordon v. Gordon case where a Mississippi man, Mississippi man, that's the old fucking Conway Twitty Loretta Lynn song, was forced to marry his own daughter with whom he had 11 children. <laughs> Guys... Guys, drinking is not an excuse. She's not your date. She's your daughter. That did, that fit perfectly there. Uh, I'm waiting for the jokes about Texas and incest after y'all thaw out. Yeah, yeah, you ain't going to get them. I ain't going to get them because we have too many stories like this next one. Right here that we have saved for the very end. And now, and now, now our, our, final our final headline, headline from the from world, the world, world news, news, Daily, Daily report. report. Oh, I so didn't let you guys down. Dateline. Does it say where it is here? Oh, Texarkana. This is more of an Arkansas thing than a Texas thing, I would think. Stories about 42-year-old, multiple recidivist sexual offender, Travis Feldman. He's also an exhibitionist. He escaped from a federal prison in Texarkana. It's a low-security prison. Authorities fear the man could go on a wild sex rampage due to the current meteorological conditions prevailing in the region. Quote, the escapee is sexually aroused by snowmen. Now that's a phrase I didn't think I would ever say in my career. The escapee is sexually aroused by snowmen and likes to show his genitals in the presence of and have sexual intercourse with the snowmen. He suffers from rare fetishism disorder, first associated with the Frosty the Snowman, and which has now evolved and encompasses snowmen in general, says a University of Houston professor, Karen Young. Professor Young believes the present winter storm could explain why the federal convict has decided to escape the prison during this period, even though he had only weeks before his sentence would have been served in its entirety. He's still on the loose. So if you're listening to me now in the state of Texas and you have built a snowman, tear it down. 
before Mr. Feldman could impregnate it. Good God. This guy's named Mr. Frosty. He likes a good snow job. There you go. (laughs) Jesse asked on the previous story, did they find each other on Ancestry.com? Act Brian says, but how? Don't dick shrivel up when it's cold? I'm so confused. That's one cold dick. How is this not a problem that solves itself? You stick your dick in a snowman, it's going it's going outside in. I, I, I don't know. I'm just glad that he realizes the difference between snowmen and snowwomen. Snowballs. There it is. I might have done this entire segment just to use that shitty joke. That's fantastic. Guys having to say, how, how great would that be to walk out, get in your paper? That, that reminds me of the story of the mad pooper up in uh, Colorado where the, the, the kids open the door and, and there's a lady who's just squatting down taking a shit right there and the mom comes out and is like, the mom looks at her and just goes, What are you doing here today? Gal takes a shit and runs off. You open the front door and you're like, What are you doing here today? Uh, I, I, I'm just, uh, whoa, what, wait, what, okay, there we go. I thought I'd lost a bunch of sound effects there. Tipsy hustle, one way in my heart to start the morning talking about dicks and snowmen. Morning ass. I wonder if snowmen do butt sex. <laughs> oh man, today's world news headlines were fantastic. Uh, all right, we got a few more stuff we can go on here. Let's see. All right, delete that. That was a good one there. We got some good shit for tomorrow. Oh, we got to talk about, oh, real quick, real quick. We got to get on her real, real quick. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you. Please don't take that girl. Gypsy, how you doing today? Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening, your cooch is something I haven't seen. I would never serve you to an enemy, Jizzling. Oh, boy. By the way, I'm opposed to this happening usually, but I got to say it couldn't happen to a better gal. Here's the headline. Jizzling Maxwell claims she was abused by a jail guard while awaiting trial. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're to feel bad for Gisleine because a, a, a prison guard shoved his billy club up her butt? No. She's saying that she's uh, suffered health deterioration as well as abuse while behind bars. Her attorney says, outline the allegations in a newly filed court document. The letter was addressed to U.S. District Judge, Judge Allison Nathan. Uh, 
She claims that she's been const- uh, she's been subjected to constant surveillance as well as four to five searches per day. She waits trial on sex crime charges. She's previously claimed officials at the detention center in Brooklyn where she's at were going to extreme lengths to ensure she does not kill herself. Well, duh. They follow her with a handheld camera every time she's moved. But there was an instant in which a guard allegedly refused to film during a pat-down search. Uh-oh. Ooh, a pat-down search. Well, hey there. Recently out of view of the security camera, Miss Maxwell was placed in her isolation cell and abused during a pat-down search. When she asked that the camera be used to capture the occurrence, the guard replied, No. When she recoiled in pain and when she was report the mistreatment she was threatened with disciplinary action oh now i need more did, did something get stuck inside her or are they beating her up let's see uh she was a subject of further retaliation for boarding the, the abuse she ordered miss maxwell into the shower to clean and sanitize and scrub the walls with a broom okay uh, by the way, jail ain't a fun place, is it there, Ghislaine? Nobody raped her. And by the way, I really wouldn't give a fuck. Her medical records show that she currently weighs 132 pounds and it fluctuates plus or minus 2 pounds a day. So, yeah, she's not getting look. To me, this is all bullshit. This is all bullshit. And, and by the way, you fucked with kids. You are so lucky right now. And, and you're going to be lucky once they convict your ass. Because they are not going to put you in gin pop, hon. I would. After the trial, because I want to hear names. I'd threaten her with that. I'd be like, okay, uh, if you don't start naming off names and telling us what they did to underage girls... We're going to put you in gin pop. We'll see what happens to you there, you sick fucking bitch. Oh, I, I have no time for her. No, no time. No, no, no. By the way, if you drive by a Krispy Kreme today, you might want to stop. In honor of NASA's scheduled landing on Mars... Krispy Kreme is now offering an all-new Mars donut designed to look like the red planet itself with caramel icing and chocolate cookie crumbles. It's only available today. So it's a it's a red donut that, that's got chocolate cookie crumbles on it and, and caramel in it. So is this like a jelly donut, but instead of jelly, you get caramel? And is there caramel in the center of Mars? Redberger says, the hell with their donut. Give me a Mars bar. Go to Canada, eh? They've got them, you hoser. Oh, good. NASA's going to be streaming the landing at NASA.gov. Thank God. Adam, Adam J says, that sounds amazing. Damn it. 
am I, no, I'm not going to be anywhere near Krispy Kreme today. Shit. LL. That's all right. Not that I want that. I, I'm not the world's biggest fan of Krispy Kreme. It's good. But they don't put no. Here's the problem. Krispy Kreme, if, it, if this is one of their donuts like a jelly, they don't put enough shit inside. So there you go. There you go, Mang. <laughs> got that one for tomorrow. Got, oh, wait. Got to get rid of that story. That one's gone. That one. Okay. Let's see. Oh, this is our final story of the day. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit. I've been waiting on this story all day. I think that I have found our dear friend Jay Slater's soulmate. I know, I know, I know that he's engaged. But Jay, this woman is for you. Uh, I, I I need to get the correct music out to play for this one here about this lady. Uh, I I put the story on. There you go, because I want you guys to see this gal. I gotta find the right music. Ah, oh, here it is. This story is about Esther. Calexte Bay. Strangers in the night, exchanging glances. After years of bullying, shaving, and waxing, she has decided to let her chest, armpit, and leg hair grow and says she feels sexier than ever. Quote, oh, dear Lord in heaven above. You scroll down to the pictures. She looks like she's got buckwheat in a fucking headlock. God damn. Quote. I don't want hair to be an obstacle anymore. The 24-year-old artist from Canada. It has taken me most of my life. Man, we got a phone call. I think this is probably a bill collector or something. Hey, you're on the show. Who's this? Yeah, go eat a bag of dicks. Stop calling me. Uh... It's taken me most of my life for me to accept my body, embrace who I am. Yeah, you are a hairy fucking goat. That's what you are. Uh, Hangtown Jim says, wait, chest hair? We women don't have chest hair. Oh, just go to the link. She may have more body hair than most women. It's completely natural. Her ancestors are from the We Tribe of the Ivory Coast. She says, the women in my great-grandma's time were very hairy, and it was seen as beautiful. There's no medical explanation behind my hair. I'm just a hairy person. Oh, dear God. I'm about to click the second picture. This first, oh, dear Jesus. Come on, second picture. Oh, that was, oh, goddamn. Oh, you get a fucking eyeful of that chest hair. God damn. Oh, that armpit hair. Don't show it all off. 
You know this gal's coot. Oh, goddamn. She's got the trail. The Ho Chi Minh Trail goes all the way from the cooter all the way up to her fucking throat. Boy, that would be the worst. That would be the worst. You meet this gal on a date somewhere. She's got like a turtleneck on. Oh, and she ain't shaving her legs neither. Yuck. Maybe things are going good on that date. You go back to her place and... Was so inviting, something in your smile was so exciting. Maybe you sit down, you have a glass of wine. You start maybe whispering in each other's ears. Maybe you reach down and you want to feel around. And it feels like you stuck your hand in a stuffed animal because there's nothing but air and filling in that. Dance away, and ever since that night, we've been together for years. She felt extremely insecure and depressed. Yeah, I, I can see that. The artist Breakout Razor, if even one hair broke out, but in May of 2020, enough was enough. She ditched the razor and started embracing the natural look. I had to push myself at the start by walking out with shorts on my leg hair. After a few weeks, she felt better. It's the best thing I've ever done. As I feel sexier and more comfortable in my own skin. I'm just telling you right now. This is... This is so... No. No, no. Mm-mm. She takes off her top, and all of a sudden, I see that she looks like goddamn Apollo Creed, chest hair wise. It's gonna be like one of them old fucking one of them old TV shows where the guy runs through the door, and you see the outline, the one hand up, the one hand down. I'm through that door, breaking out the chest hair like this. I received thousands of messages from women all over the globe who thought they were alone. I've shown them the facial and body hair is nothing to be ashamed of. I guarantee you this woman can grow a better mustache than me. Quote, if women weren't supposed to have hair, we wouldn't grow it. It's a society that tells us. I refuse to victimize myself because of it. I've decided what beautiful is for me. Well, if that's beautiful for you, you go, girl. Because let me tell you, in the eyes of men, you are fucking gross. I'm sorry. That, that, no. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm. She could pass as a tranny, Yes. I don't remember Fauci telling us that women should grow more hair to stop corona. Does sound like something you would say. Does she have an Adam's app? I don't see it. 
Oof, goddamn. I saw this story yesterday, and I just died laughing. By the way, nobody finds that sexy. I'm, I'm sorry. I, well, certain weird fetish people and Jay Slater. I do have to admit that I know for a fact that Jay Slater finds naturally hairy women fucking hot. Now, now his, his current fiance is not. He still loves her with all his heart, but he, he, he confided in me once. Man, if only she would grow her chest hair out. And I was like, dude, don't talk to me anymore. And if you happen to see Jay, like the, the guy who does Slater's Dingleings, be sure to ask him about that. His fiance does not have body hair. No, his fiance is perfect. But Jay has a fetish for females with chest hair. I'm sorry to out him like that, but I think it's time. I think the best thing we can do is just rip the Band-Aid off. Jay, though, I will not take any hair with it. All right, that does it for me today. I appreciate it, everybody. We will be back tomorrow, and tomorrow is Friday. Friday's tomorrow. We got Craigslist to get to tomorrow. Think about that. We got all kinds of stuff on tomorrow's show. Uh, please remember uh, that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Thursday slash Friday Eve. And until 7 or 9, your time, 7, whatever the fuck I come on, adios, everybody. All my exes have hairy chests. That's Jay's theme song.
is outside waiting to arrest him.